Start in Hamilton, New Jersey, where a new look Team Corey faces off against group chat rival Troy. Fowler has officially made both a quarterback and Pantaton name change as he hopes to break 100 points for the first time since the tragic passing of the Smash Mouth singer. But hey now, he's got an all-star, his name is Jamir, but he don't play. But Troy would fail to capitalize on the early dud as Amari Pooper Scooper didn't grab anything but 2.6 shitty points. The newly acquired Jordan Addison gave Corey a bagel for his diabetes, but it wouldn't matter as Fowler's lucky run continues. Corey 98, Troy 94. Huh? Up next, Steve flies east to Freehold to take on my partner in podcasting crime, Joe Poe. Known predator Mark Andrews Tate would hold a pair of TDs captive in Poe's box score to gain an early edge, but Arthur Juan Brown went Trace Ocho as the diva Pandejo put Steve in prime position for win numero uno. But in the end, Devin, Hey Chang, but I got me a few won! Proved he's different, yeah he's different, as his 27 points proved to be the difference. Poe 132, Sandstorm 106, Fumble! Next up, Team Wellington heads up I-95, hoping to get the undefeated Muller to blink for the first time this season. Tom welcomed back the VP of his RB room as Alvin Kamala Harris was up 21 points in the latest polls. But Terry McMahon ballots would instantly erase the gap with 22 points of his own. But much like a set at Warp Tour 2012, Zach hopped in the Josh pit as Josh Jacobs 28 points broke things down. Wells 135, Muller 82. Up next, Husser actually left his apartment to head into Nutley for a showdown with Team Rasp. Looking to finally start his journey towards Victory Road, Matt needed to get past gym leader Brock, Purdy that is, and his 21 points. Isaiah Pacheco yourself before you wreck yourself gave Husser some quality life advice, along with 25 points, but in the end, DJ, more than a feeling, closed his eyes as Rasp pulled away. Rasp 150, Husser 114. <laughs> Up next, Trav returns to North Jersey, seriously, he's here, boom, to take on both Curtis and his own shitty lineup decisions. Kirk got off to a hot start as the statue of David Montgomery got his baby dick in the end zone three times Thursday night. However, Puka Nakuna Matata means no worries for the rest of Sunday as his 31 kept Trav afloat. But as always, Monday would come around to beat Trav as it was Kurt who would put a lighter under his witherspoon as the rookie DB's pick six secured the victory. Kurt 133, Trav 114, the New York Football Giants. As always, we wrap up in Montclair where Brock comes to take on a real North Jersey legend, me. Joe Burrow provided Brock with a 4.7 rather than the Heinz 47 this catch-up pervert was looking for. Meanwhile, I had to dap up my Buffalo Bills for finally showing up to the party. My digza! But in the end, Christian McAfternoon Delight was running between tackles even though he's white and the thought of 3-1 and one is getting so exciting. Four tutties in sight. Boo! McAfternoon Delight! For Proc, that is. Proc 137, me 129. And that is week four. So, how are we doing? 
I need to know how long you thought of that Stefan Diggs line for. That was like <laughs> 10 seconds, honestly. That was probably the easiest one. But the contemplation of doing it. I uh, know. We're, we're out there. <laughs> we are out there. <laughs> to answer your question, I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Thank you guys again for tuning in. We got a lot of action to cover, a lot of good games last week. Seems like the scoring got going as uh, week five comes rolling around. So without further ado, we can get into it before we do start, though. So with more further ado, um, why don't you give us the standings in the Pick'em so far, Poe? Yeah, so another above 500 week for both of us, but you were able to pick up another game on me. So you ended up six and three on the week. 3 and 0 on your bets. I ended up 5 and 4, 2 and 1 on my bets because the Eagles I can't even talk shit about the Eagles after what I just saw on Monday. <laughs> we'll get to that uh, later. Yeah. Stick around um, to the end. Yeah, first. so the Eagles I thought they were going to win, but the the cumulative record is now you 19 16 and 1 and I'm sitting at 15 and 21. So you got some work to do. Yeah. I'm going to have to fade you a lot, I think, this week. <laughs> right. So I think that's what's going to end up happening. All right, that's fine. So let's get into the first matchup. Do you have any preference as far as where you want to lean? Um, Let's let's just get Muller and Corey out of the way. <laughs> All right, let's pop over there. So we'll start with Muller. He's got Tua against the Giants, and Corey has made the, the quarterback change, as mentioned in the Boomers, Anthony Richardson against Tennessee. Tua in a nice comfy spot against the Giants who actually kind of put together a decent defensive performance with everything else going to shit. Oh, uh, no, 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 Phil, what? please, no. I can't, uh, no, I just can't give the Giants any credit right now. Well, Paul, that type of analysis is what gets you six six games behind here over. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying it's not as easy of a matchup as we previously thought and then anthony richardson coming off a nice 30 point game I, th- I think he's a live dog here in terms of the quarterback matchup but i'd love to hear your thoughts as well i mean i definitely agree that he's definitely a dog in terms of the matchup with anthony richardson because of how good he's been doing <sighs> but i just have no faith in the giants defense to be able to keep up with the speed that miami has this week so like, on paper, you'd say, like, oh, Anthony Richardson, the running upside, all this stuff. You know, it's pretty good, but, like, the Giants are just... you, Billy, we both know that the Dolphins are going to put up, like, 45 this weekend. Like, I just can't kid myself. So I think Tua's an amazing start this week. Yeah. And then on the flip side, Anthony Richardson's been great, and he's got the rushing upside. The only thing that I'm kind of hesitant about for him is, like, I think he had all of these points last week on 11, let me see, 11 completions. So it's like, is he going to be able to run the same way with two things? One, Jonathan Taylor seemingly going to be back in the lineup. And two, playing this week. I believe he's going, he was practicing today. So it's like one is Jonathan Taylor going to limit his upside. Two, they're playing one of the best rushing defenses in the NFL who just absolutely fucking clowned the Bengals. And, like, the Bengals might be frauds, 
but the Titans aren't as easy to match up as the Giants are right now. So I definitely lean Tua between these two. That's valid, but I'll say rushing defense. Does that apply to like quarterback scrambles or like design runs or just kind of stuffing up the inside? With I guess my thought would just be if he's putting up that much points with only 11 completions, then what's going to happen when they can't effectively run the ball? You're not wrong. I, I think Tua is the safer pick as far as if you had to pick one. But I mean, I, I think I don't think Anthony Richardson's a massive drop off, and it, it's very possible the Dolphins just decide to run all over the Giants and they don't yeah. throw. But also, we've seen that they just fucking put the they don't take their foot off the gas as we saw against the Broncos. Maybe that's just because he hates um, what the fuck is their bozo coach Sean Payton. But um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Dave will also to his. Um, college coordinator so maybe he's got something cooking for him we saw what uh, all that prep did on 11 days rest against the Seahawks so we'll see what happens but um, running backs Tony Pollard, Brian Robinson and then we got Bijan Robinson and Jameer Gibbs Um, but yeah give me your thoughts on these guys here Bijan Robinson is basically exactly what we thought he was going to be like an absolute phenom talent and he's looked great for Atlanta so far like even in bad matchups, he's still kind of eating. Uh, you'd obviously hope he would score just a little bit more, you know. Uh, I think he's only got let's see, yeah, one TD on the year, which is I think he might have two. He might have the receiving is, one. Well, that's the only TD he oh, has, okay. I, and and then I think that him and Amon Ra are the only people that Corey has ever started that scored a touchdown, which is insane. Um, so like. I wish the upside was there more. I think he's probably a, a great play again this week versus Houston. Jameer Gibbs is just like... They don't play him. Montgomery's yeah, back. Just, and he got 32 carries last year. They did this last year with Jamal Williams and DeAndre <laughs> yeah. Swift. Yeah. Like, they do... Like, I don't understand why you draft an athletic running back like this if you're At still committed to running the ball between the it? tackles. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, I don't know what to say about Jameer Gibbs. The only thing I would say is there's still the potential there that he absolutely blows up and has and wins you a week. So Yeah, and I mean his... better than any option he has. His scoring's been like pretty much in line with most of the RB2s, unless you have a good duo like Proc yeah, He's RB26, so he's not... He's not, he's not he's not killing you, but what did he draft him in the third round? It's like I mean he's killing you for your for the ADP yeah. of like the third or fourth round. So he's killing you in that respect. But like no we've said, but like we've said, like there's just really there really isn't like those bell cow elite running backs in the NFL anymore. And like it's something where it's like really nice to have RBs in fantasy, but like. I don't know. The I feel like the running back position isn't as big of an advantage as it used to be because receivers are becoming so so kind of top heavy. So it's like it's killing him. But if you can get ten points out of your RB two spot at this point, you're probably pretty happy with it. No doubt. And then on the flip side, Tony Pollard against San Fran. That this is going to be a great game. Very excited for that Sunday night rematch of the playoffs. Obviously, maybe the last two playoffs. Right? That San Fran knocked them out two years in a row. Um, I believe so. I'm trying to think about it. No, so they, what happened last year? They beat the Bucks, then they lost to San Fran. Correct. And then the year before that, San Fran beat Green Bay and Dallas. Yeah, I think you're right. But um, so yeah, so good game. We'll see how it goes. I mean, San Fran hasn't allowed a 75 yard rusher in like 
three years or something ridiculous. So something to monitor there. Um, but I mean, you still you still start Pollard. I, I he's got Kamara in the flex as well. So I mean, he's playing all three of his running backs. We'll get to him later, I guess. And then Brian Robinson against Chicago. Chicago seemingly still can't stop a nosebleed. Really, really ugly loss. And I think Washington will like I, when Washington has a, a comfy matchup. I think they're down to rely on the run game. Um, yeah. If they gotta throw it, that's not their ideal way to path to victory but on a defense that i think they can assume that they will like dominate the clock and whatnot and move up and down the field i think this is a nice brian robinson week yeah i agree um especially because javante williams was looking fine against chicago until he got hurt last week and then jaleel mclaughlin kind of Tore ran up. all over them mm-hmm. yeah so i think this is probably a really good matchup for brian robinson and then pollard it's a really tough defensive matchup in San Francisco, but like you're saying, I, I do think this could be a good game. I, I actually think the Cowboys are going to win it. Um, and I think Pollard right now is leading the NFL in red zone carries. Um, I think Brian, Brian Robinson's actually high up there too. I think he's top 10 um, in red zone carries. So like these are two guys who you know they're going to get opportunities at the goal line. Um, so I, I like both of these guys this week, even against even a tough matchup for um pollard like he's been great all year so sure he'll continue to be great yeah i agree and then let's move on to the receivers romeo dobbs and debo samuel against amon ron jordan addison two guys actually on one on each side who got goose egg last week debo i think had a 0.6 but still nothing to write home about and then dobbs i mean what happened to muller's receiving room i mean it was just he's benching T Higgins, benching Judy. Surprise Tank Dell. I think he might be sleeping on Dobbs. I'm not Billy. sleeping on Dobbs, but I'm just saying like these are just not the names that we've seen thus far. Yeah, he he's he's having troubles in the wide receiver room. Basically, Muller hit my line. Um, but yeah, I I I think Debo last week was more of a function of just like I I had a pretty good game if it's I remember just correctly. And McCaffrey every play. And McCaffrey kind of just literally put his dick down their fucking he like shoved his fucking dick in their yeah, throat basically. i'm well aware um, <laughs> yeah and and so i think debo just wasn't necessary um, but that's just scary just moving forward like that's a game where they had a that's shit always ton been of my yards. hang up with debo it's that's always what it is it's yeah. like they they traded for mccaffrey right and he does everything that debo used to do in the offense behind kind of you know like in the at the running back position at least when they needed someone athletic and then Ayuk is like, he had troubles like his first year in San Francisco. If you remember, like Shanahan benched him, and he was like kind of in the doghouse. But like he's actually yeah, developed he's into a really one. good wide receiver, he's gonna and get like paid he's somewhere. the number one. Yeah, like he's the number one receiver there. So it's like Debo's still fine. It's just like he's not gonna return his wide receiver one value from two years ago. So it's kind of tough. Like you're gonna have those dud weeks from Debo. And then Dobbs, like you said, he is putting together a nice year. I think some of it, he was a beneficiary of Watson being out the first few weeks. But even with Watson back last week, I know he had the touchdown. He, he looked good, dude. Um, Dobbs or Watson? Dobbs in the game against Detroit. Yeah. Like I know when, in the second half, like he was playing pretty well. He had that one catch on the sideline. I, I He didn't score on it, but it was a really good catch. No, yeah, when when I started my oh he didn't look that good but he had a touchdown I was talking about Watson initially um, but Dobbs has been consistent oh, yeah. all all year 
Um, and yeah. I love the start against the Raiders. It's nice having a guy on Monday to potentially walk it off for you. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, nothing really scares you here. Or I guess we could talk about Kamara, too, if we're running through the flex as well. Yeah, why don't we? And then we'll go over to Corey. I mean, ridiculous pass-catching numbers. What just, did he have? 13 he catches 13 for, like, 30 catches. yards? Yeah, it was insane. Oh, my. Um, 13 catches for 33 yards. Yeah, so wow, there's, like, two play, and a half Muller. a catch. Um, yeah. Pretty insane. I mean, if that volume's there, and I, I suspect it will be, and that's a game where they weren't scoring, they weren't moving the ball with, they have nine points against the Bucks. Yeah, and that's like what Kamara last year like wasn't getting. Kamara kind of always was. Balls. Yeah, the dump yeah balls. and it's like, I agree. Like, if Kamara's getting 13 catches, like, you got to think he's going to break one of them for more than 10 yards. So, like, I, I, I love that if I am a Kamara owner, to be honest with you. For him to get... First week back from suspension, that get twenty four opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like that's insane. Um, I I love it. I, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, that that could be a huge flex play down the line. Or yeah, I mean, he's probably starting over Robinson most weeks, but he's got a strong trio of running backs to deal with the Shady kind of inconsistency at the wide receiver position. So let's get over to Corey Amon Raz and auto start. He's still awesome. It looks like he's got a questionable. Do we know what the injury is off the top of our head? Or uh, He's still uh, having that injury. I think it was like his ribs or his hips from the other week. He's kind of still dealing with that, so he's not practicing. Um, he's actually a question mark to play this week. Like He's not, he's not actually just like questionable because they want to put it there. It's like he might actually miss this week. Which so that would be, would be bad for Corey. Loss. And then he's yes. got my boy Addison against Kansas City. Addison, who great, was great scoring, <laughs> was scoring some the first three weeks. Cheerio last week. Kansas City. I mean, they're gonna be throwing the ball a lot. You expect them to get some targets, but I mean, the issue with him is just he might not even be the two. It's kind of the three in terms of target and snap share. Um, and Kansas City's defense hasn't been. They've been like, great. Yeah, they've been pretty good on the year. They have a good pass rush with Chris Jones back and everything like that. They could stop the run. It's they're not like a top tier defense in the NFL, but they're not. Their D's been better than them. their offense so far. Aside yeah. from like the Bears um, game, the the Chiefs haven't really been high flying. So Addison to me is just like if he doesn't score a touchdown, you're fucked. That that's my entire opinion on him because he's not running. We were talking about this before. Like he's not running um, as many routes as KJ Osborne. He's not getting as many snaps as KJ Osborne. So it's like you're really dependent on like in those few targets he's going to get or opportunities like they need to be high value targets and opportunities and he needs to score um very very low floor wide receiver too to me and then tyler boyd is just mr like eight points i feel like i've had him in dynasty for the entire i think he's a good play um, if uh higgins is out right yeah I, I think that's i think that's valid but i mean the Bengals just I gotta see yeah, it. Yeah, they've looked really bad so And is far. Arizona not that shitty as well? They kind of are in these games. Like, I don't know. It's the same thing that happens every year. Everyone's like, thinks they can choose who's going to be the worst team in the NFL before the games are even played. And then the Giants get blanked 40 to nothing at home. And you're like, oh yeah, that's the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> Sorry. We'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of like... Muller's guys more. It's like Debo has the same fear, I guess, as Addison, but then I don't know. I, I don't even think that's the same fear. I, I think he's kind of better across the board. No, Amon I think Ra's Debo great, is but... going to get 
higher quality opportunities. Um, and last year, like, they just didn't, or last week, they didn't need him. But, like, he's going to get, like, on a usual day, like, seven or eight, you know, opportunities. Yeah. So that's Addison's best day is getting eight opportunities. <laughs> that's also true. You know? I yeah, think Kamara like, is such a difference maker here in terms of tipping the scales. Agreed. And then we got Kyle Pitts versus Ertz. Just who Ugh. cares? Pitts is still just Pitts. Kyle and then... Pitts is not even the best tight end on his own fucking team, dude. <laughs> Johnny Smith is scoring more than Kyle Pitts. I just cannot believe Muller's still starting this guy. You, like I would, I, I was there last year. It's just I'm not taking him out on the off chance he scores, and then you look up and you're. I two put and in seven. Jake Ferguson for the Cowboys <laughs> yeah. over him, dude. Like, I, he's tough. He's really. He's tough. He's been seven targets a week, and Kyle Pitts is just. Kyle Pitts has gotten more than seven targets once on the year. I I don't get it, Muller. I would play Jake Ferguson, dude. And then something to monitor. Ertz is kind of becoming a goodish starting tight end aside just from better than terrible yeah <laughs> i mean aside aside is. from two, a two target performance against dallas he's gotten eight ten and ten and then you assume they're gonna throw some on cincy he also dropped the ball around the yard yeah i mean josh dobbs kind of nice honestly yeah um, he did drop that touchdown on the giants right no no, no he oh he, o- he overthrew him, and then he dropped the touchdown at the very end to uh, to cover the game, like literally like a fourth and goal, garbage Jeez. time. Um, so I mean, he's looking at like a twenty point game if if he catches that. But yeah, I kind of like Ertz. He's yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think Ertz is a fine tight end in a tight end wasteland. It's it's bad out there. It's rough out there for needing a tight end. So I'll make you pick this one first, and then we'll alternate. Who you got? I got to take Muller. Yeah, I'm going Muller, too. I mean, Corey's so lucky to be 2-2. Two and two. He's just <laughs> scoring so low. <laughs> he's got, like, 90 points a week. He broke 100, I think, once. Sorry. Yeah. Corey, like, he's going to record these this moment. I mean, that's he's fine. Gonna, it, he doesn't have to record it. it. It's a podcast, dummy. <laughs> it's already recorded bitch but um but yeah uh i i go muller as well i just kind of like i i guess it's camara recency bias and then i like tua and the running backs yeah i i just like muller up and down well the thing like to go back to camara the other thing is like Derek Carr fucking sucks dick and like yeah, he's that gonna, works out for him he's gonna <laughs> check it down like Jameis winston was like I don't give a fuck. I'm tossing this ball downfield, you know? Yeah. And, like, him and Andy Dalton, like, didn't really use Kamara like that last year. So, yeah. Uh, just one more note on Kamara before we go to the next matchup. Like, an additional one, or that was the one? No, that was the one. <laughs> <Okay>. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> All right. Let's get over to Wells and Steve. Wells, a surprising 3-1 and one after I think we both kind of poo-pooed him in the preseason rankings and then steve the defending champ sitting at zero and four the last winless team um, wells is kind of gutting out these wins too like yeah Corey, basically yeah not as bad as Corey. i, I think he's scored not as something. bad as Corey. his team is much better than Corey's. like <laughs> i don't want to i don't want wells coming at my throat his team is much better than Corey's. i think what you. fucked wells is actually Wells, I think, would be 4-0 if he didn't start Daniel Jones, I'm pretty sure. Which week? week um, one? Against me, week one. I'm pretty sure he would have beaten me. 
Well, that's the way that's the way the cookie crumbles. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Week one, I beat him by five points. Dude, well, Wells was Jones. a Wells was a huge DJ supporter in Denver. He was like, we watched because we watched the preseason game when we first got there. We just watched yeah, the first drive. Thought he was gonna be good this year, and he's, then he's he like, yeah, they look good. I was like, thanks, dude. And then now we're just in hell. But yep. uh, but yeah, he's no, made another worse. he's made another quarterback change here. He's got Jordan Love against. I believe it's his dad's team, the Raiders. Um, shout out, Mr. Wells. And then C.J. Stroud against Atlanta. So two fun quarterbacks. I mean, two new fantasy guys. You I'm know? surprised that Wells doesn't have C.J. Stroud. I, I think I pegged him he for that a him. few weeks ago. Because I think it was the Giants game, and then I think the game after was a C.J. Stroud, maybe like against the Dolphins or something. He's like, he's a pussy. He just flutters the ball, da 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 So... Yeah, oh, these okay. are the, these are the Denver basement takes um, from <laughs> Wells. But yeah, let's get into it. Jordan Love against Vegas on Monday night. Jordan Love kind of really, I don't know if he's good or not. I think he's kind of bad. He, he's a perfectly fine fantasy quarterback. He misses wide open dudes. Like, but is that like so? The thing about the NFL that we don't know because like we're just like kind of like unless you're watching the All Twenty Two, I guess. But like. As a casual, more casual, I guess we're not casual fans, but like some of those times, like, is it really him missing or is it like the receiver running the wrong route? Because, like, yeah, it's like dude, that, pretty that young one against there. the Falcons where the tight end is just running up the middle. I didn't he, see that. I didn't see uh, that dude, game, that, to be honest with you. There are several that you can see from the broadcast, and you don't need to know all 22. Like, he's kind of just missing, guys. He fucked the Atlanta game really bad, too. He just through like three incompletions to go three and out and burn no clock but i mean none of this is relevant to his fantasy value but just kind of getting my take out there on him i think vegas is a nice soft landing spot for the packers who have kind of struggled the past couple weeks and i mean he throws he throws touchdowns and takes care of the ball all things considered so i mean that's a good recipe for fantasy quarterback value i think it's a good start i I think it's yeah, I mean, his other option was Russell Wilson against the Jets. I mean, I guess he's afraid of the Jets D after seeing Mahomes. Um, I, th- I think it's a good start. It's fun. It's a new face. Um, yeah, I think it's a fine start. I think it might be... Uh, I think it actually uh, might be a better start than C.J. Stroud this week just because I think Atlanta's defense is a little bit stingier. But no one can stop C.J., the Stroud boys. <laughs> yeah, stand by and stand ready. But, like... <laughs> From a fantasy perspective, he's he's definitely been good, and real life perspective, he's been good. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's like Pittsburgh he is was still a good a defense, and he didn't give a shit. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's probably. I don't think there's a major advantage at the quarterback position this week. Like yeah, I'm not going to say fun CJ Stroud's a bad start. It's just like, yeah, two newer, two new guys. Get some get some new know? blood in here. I like it. And Steve yeah. just trying to turn the team around. I like that too. Bringing the rookie quarterback. I, I love that. Yeah, I agree. That, that's something we should have done. <laughs> I still can't believe we didn't draft Anthony Richardson. I mean, he was gone, though. <sighs> we picked 20 picks later. I know, but we should have just fucking <laughs> traded everything for him. Um, and then we got Josh Jacobs and Stevenson. So Wells is his typical running backs. And then Steve's typical running backs, the the retirement home, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones. Um, I guess we'll start with Wells. Jacobs had a nice bounce back game last week, and then Stevenson had a bad game. And it seems like Zeke is kind of eating into his production a little bit. 
not a great sign. Um, but Jacobs is still good. Um, and yeah, that's that's really all I got on these two. I really tried hard to get Josh Jacobs from Wells before last week, and now there's no way. I I have no chance. I of tried to Josh buy low. Oh, no. What were you offering yeah, him? Nah, that's between me and Wells. But um, <laughs> I wasn't. I thought you weren't even I, close. In no, I wasn't. I wasn't ripping him off. I wasn't ripping him off. Um, he just wanted more than I was willing to give. So I mean, that's it just fair. Was that. his first or second rounder, right? Yeah, Probably I think his... third rounder maybe because he was like sitting out. Oh yeah, he's got cup. Surprise so second. Yeah, but... yeah, um, yeah. Jacobs is is back. Green Bay's fucking rushing defense. I, I like they always get fucking ran all over. Like fucking David Montgomery just dicked on him last last week, dude. So uh, yeah, I, I I think this is a really good matchup for Josh Jacobs. Um, Green Bay is allowed 621 rushing yards on the year through four weeks. Like they're actually worse than the Giants' rushing defense. So. Yeah, I think this is a really good start for Jacobs. And then Stevenson, I think it's just more so that they've played two really good defenses in the last two weeks in the Jets and the Cowboys. Like, I thought Zeke was going to eat in more based on the coverage last week, but it kind of seemed like Stevenson's still kind of the main ball carrier there. Like, he was never going to get really, like, he's not going to be like a 25-touch-a-game workhorse, but, like, you got to think against New Orleans that the Patriots at home kind of don't come out so flat like they did against the Cowboys. Um, so I think he's fine as like an RB2, but like looking at Stevenson last year compared to this year, I think you're probably disappointed so far. But he's still a better RB2 than most people have in the fantasy league right now. No doubt. And then Mixon just pretty mediocre the entire year and that's tough as your rb1 um averaging 11.6 if he finds the end zone he can kind of salvage a week i think which he can against arizona but i just really am very scared about the Bengals, and it's just like if they don't have the passing attack i I just don't see Mixon just having the opportunities to get in the end zone because lord knows he's not very efficient running the ball with his carries. Yeah, he's he's rough. Um, the only thing I would say is the Cardinals have let up the most rushing touchdowns on the year. So That's a nice stat. I think there's a more likely than not that he finds his way into the end zone. It doesn't mean that the Bengals are going to look good, but I, I would say I would bet on him finding a touchdown, which would help if he was an RB2. Um, but he was not drafted as an RB2. And then Aaron Jones, disappointing return from injury last week. I'm not sure if the game kind of just kinda. yeah the game just kind of got away and I I get not really force feeding him the ball but five carries and one catch for lost yardage I mean that's tough <laughs> that's that's scary to start after that but I mean he's got yep. Rashad White on the bye because bye alert those things start now Chargers and uh, Bucks on the bye so some fantasy relevance for some teams. Um, and yeah, so I mean, you got to start Aaron Jones, but I'm a little nervous. Potentially an easy matchup, but I mean, you got to do it. And he looked great week one. It's just, I think last week, in, in Steve's most optimistic dreams, he's just hoping they get ahead. And it was just kind of a product of the shitty circumstances last week. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, his career. Um, thus far has been like this and then this year is exactly why I continue to say I hate Aaron Jones because it's like 
he'll have that week one, and then he'll be injured, and then he'll come back, he'll have a shitty week, and then he'll have, like, a blow-up week in, like, two weeks from now, and you're gonna be like, well, fuck, like, what am I supposed to do with this asshole? Like, what are they doing? Yeah. Um, Las Vegas is not a great rushing defense. I think they're bottom 10 in the NFL in rushing yards allowed. Um, the Chargers didn't have too much success on the ground against them last week, but I think it's just because Spiller and Kelly suck dick. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with the the defense over there in Las Vegas. So I think Aaron Jones is fine. It's just like there's a very real possibility that he repeats last week, which would be a fucking killer. Nightmare. Yeah. So let's get to the receivers. Wall's got Scary Terry against Chicago. Terry having a nice nice couple weeks here and then a nice easy matchup against the Bears. DeAndre Hopkins against Indy. And then Michael Thomas against New England. On the other side, we got CD against San Fran. Arthur Juan against the Rams. And then Jacoby Myers, a nice surprise against Green Bay. Um, yeah, take your pick. Who do you want to talk about here? Uh, let's continue talking about Steve's team because CD Lamb uh, blew his week last week. And I was pretty much, after he caught that first touchdown, I was like, oh, fuck, Steve's going to come back with Lamb and uh Yeah, you were Justin fine Herbert. and you won by 30. I was like, relax, yeah. dude. Well, it's because Lamb and <laughs> did you see Justin Herbert and Lamb had like 30 points in the first quarter, dude? He had literally, it was literally a 50-point lead, and those two guys put up 30 points in the first quarter. I'm like, I'm fucked. Okay? So that was, like, what was causing me to think we were going to lose. And then A.J. Brown, like, continued to score points after the 1 o'clock games were over. Um, but, yeah, C.D. Lamb, fuck him. He's probably going to have a tougher time against San Francisco, but he's probably going to catch a touchdown and have, like, five or six catches. You know, he's probably a really good start, to be honest with you. And then AJ, huge week last week. I mean, aside from the one Vikings game, he's been money in the bank all year. Um, wide receiver eight, Rams have been getting thrown on a bit. I kind of just expect that to continue. I mean, 25 points. Yeah, their defense is not, is at least the passing defense there is not very great. Yeah. It's tough because, I mean, the Rams were like a frisky, oh, they could be fun. And then it's like now they're just sitting at. Oh no! Actually, they won last week. Never mind. Uh, the, yeah, no, the, they. I still the huge blown lead. I was just like, did they lose? I'm like, oh no, they won. So they're two. And no, two, no, but... they won. Their offense is fucking stacked. Yeah. Uh, honestly, with Puka. skill position players, I said that before you too. I was like, I don't think the Rams are going to be like top five. Ba- like people yeah, were thinking. Yeah, I, I said five wins, so I'm kind of eating yeah. a bit there. But I was kind. I said I was like, I think they're going to be a little bit better than people think. Like Sean McVay isn't a joke. Um. Anyways, getting back to non-Rams talk, if you want to talk about specifically this matchup, yeah, A.J. Brown's probably going to eat. Um, I think he did enough crying on the sidelines to gain himself like 150 targets on the year. So I think they want to keep him happy and they're going to keep feeding him. So should have another gigantic week this week. And then Jacoby, do you have any thoughts there? The Patriots shouldn't let him go, right? <laughs> like, No, they shouldn't. He had that one – did you see that one – pass interference that was called on him yeah that was bullshit he was like falling down like he would have much rather he would have had a much better week if it wasn't for that and like then they got screwed on the o'connell was playing it's like aoc i don't really put too much stock yeah aoc i don't put too much stock in last week um what i will put stock in is the fact that i just saw like Goff and the lions shit on the packers defense so 
I, I think he's probably going to have a fine week this week. Is um, it AOC if again, Jimmy or is it playing. Jimmy G? If it's AOC, I take back everything I just said. AOC is um, kind of a gunslinger. He's, like, stupid, but he throws it down. Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers didn't really have a good week. Devontae was good. He just got hurt in the first half, He had, and then he came back and then was doing well. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. But I don't know. He, yeah, kind, he kind of fired me up at the end of the game. He was leading a funny comeback on the Chargers. Just everyone can lead <laughs> funny comebacks on them. But, but yeah, I like Jacoby Myers. I know he didn't have a great game last week, mainly because that like fifty yard bomb got erased. That would have salvaged it a bit. But yeah, I think it's better than everyone he's got on. Maybe Drake London, but I, I get going Jacoby. I don't hate it. So yeah, let's go over to Wells. I think I already said Scary Terry. I think that's the big boom on this team against Chicago. Yeah, I think he's going to have a big week. I, he's so good, and I don't know. I just like seeing him do well because I think he's a really good player. So, yeah, I think he's he's going to have a good week again this week. Uh, I don't really have much to add for him. D-Hop against Indy. Do you have any stats against Indy? Indy, I fully expect to be like the worst secondary in the league. I don't know if they've fully been... They are bottom five in the league, okay. so you're not far off. Yeah. yeah. No, um, I knew their only good corner was the slot guy who got bounced for gambling. So I figured they were kind of in, Yeah, in no, their, their defense road. hasn't been that hasn't been that great, but their offense has been good. And they seem like a very well coached team. I don't Both have the many Eagles assistants doing well. Credit to yeah. them. Well, I had thought that Steichen was gonna do well because I was like we had talked about this before too, but it was more so like I didn't think they were going to be like, you know, I don't think they're going to be like some playoff team, but like Anthony Richardson is just a more like developed Jalen Hurts when he came to the league, you know? So it was like a perfect fit. Like he fixed Jalen Hurts completely and then he's getting another quarterback who can run his system. Um, So yeah, the Colts have been a lot better than probably most people thought in terms of Hopkins. He should have had like a 50 yard bomb touchdown last week, but Tannehill is just like, the fucking he's not as bad as yeah. Daniel Jones, but he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Like his guys are getting open. Like even a Quanquo, like the tight end is like he's just not good. Like the Titans are like Titans are a team that like is the what a team that looks like they completely missed their Super Bowl window because of t- Ryan Tannehill. Um, I think Hopkins is still fine as a wide receiver. I would really like to see him used a little bit more in the offense because I don't think he's lost a step if you look at last year and if you're kind of watching these Titans games. Um, it's just I'm low on him just because he's like the Titans passing offense is just so bad. Um, he's a fine wide receiver too, but I mean, let me ask you a question because I know we're going to talk about Michael Thomas next, but if Cup's playing this week... Is that a possibility? He's practicing or he's coming off the practice. He's in the practice window from the pup. So they expect him to play in the next three weeks. Yeah, so that means um, not this week, if, if it's that big of a window. If, if Cubs playing, he's in. he's in the lineup over Michael Thomas. Like, yeah. Is that the question? Yeah, so, like, I'm also... The other question is, like, how much does your opinion of Wells' team change if he has Cup? Like, I think Wells immediately becomes... That's his first rounder. <laughs> yeah, I think he immediately becomes, like, one of the best three teams in the league, so... I think everyone forgot about, like... Cup was Justin Jefferson before Justin he's gonna, Jefferson. He's like, going to he be was... even better, I think, with so much of the offense open for him. Like he's not going to be taking 
I think he's just going to take hits a game. Puka, Puka's reps, honestly. I, I don't think it's uh, going to be I that I think much. they're going to feed off each other, to be honest, because the Rams' rushing offense isn't that great. Like, they use Kyron in the passing game a shit ton, yeah. you know? Like, but they, I mean, they gonna... throw the ball a ton. I think Puka just runs the slot routes like that will typically mm-hmm. be that designed for usually get. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes when they both come back. Yeah, but, um, but needless to say, Michael Thomas is a fine, like, flex, desperate, dude, like, wide receiver two play. Yeah. He's not killing you. Like, Wells has stayed afloat because he's got guys giving him solid That's floors, true. Which That's is true. Good. But, I mean, uh, he's averaging, like, less than 10, I assume, now. No, 11. on uh, 11. 11? Okay. Yeah. Hopkins is at 9.9. Wow, that's surprising. It's so. just because it's, dude, He, I was texting Wells about it because I have Hopkins in another league. Um, and I was like, dude, like, I, I think Wells was moving and I was just texting him. I was like, dude, like Hopkins was literally wide open. Like he split the, do you remember the play I'm talking yeah, about? He like, exactly. yeah, he, I think it was like, he split the defenders in the middle and like he, he was NFL open, right? Not like wide open, easy throw. Right. He was like NFL open. And like, if Tannehill was just good, like he completes that ball. I, I wish Hopkins would have gone to a team that actually could have used him this year um sucks and then tight end evan engram putting together a nice year still in london and then hunter henry who kind of had his best week seemingly while he was on the waiver wire and that's since steve claimed him has been a little disappointed he's um, still better than a majority of tight ends right now though is the not issue easy e though evan engram yeah evan engram is a great great tight end start because he's got such a huge like high floor like, he gets five, six catches a week no matter what. And, like, he hasn't scored on the year yet, but, like, you don't care because, like, you're pretty much having an advantage every five single week. Five catches for 60 position. yards is a stand-up-and-clap moment, you know? Exactly. And then if he gets a touchdown, it's like, well, I just outscored 99% of the tight ends not named Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey, you know? So it's like, that's a, he's a great bit of start. a disappointment so far. We'll get to that Last later. Last week, though. he was a disappointment, yeah. Um... So, yeah, uh, I, I lean Wells in terms of tight end. And then I'll go first on this one. I, I'm i picking Steve for the win here. I, I like the receivers way more. And I think the running backs are fairly close. And then the quarterbacks are in the same area as well. Um, yeah. I don't think you're that. I don't think you're that far off, but I'm going Wells. I, I think Stevenson's going to have a bounce back week. I think Jacob's going to have a gigantic week. I think Terry's going to have a huge week. Um, And I'm kind of hoping Cup somehow ends up playing this weekend. But if he doesn't, I think think, uh, Hopkins and Thomas will get him 10 points. And I feel like the floor for Steve is just so low with Myers and Aaron Jones and Mixon that I I don't want to bet on him. I'm sorry, Steve. That's fair. Let's get over to Curtis and Proc. Battle of three and ones. Is this the game of the week? Yeah, it is, in terms of record. Um, Curtis, he's got Kirk Cousins at quarterback, and then Brock has made the switch to Dak. Um, yeah, where are you leaning here? Huh, this is a tough one. They both have kind of tougher matchups this week. Um, the thing with Dak is, like, tough matchup. And he hasn't really had to throw the ball all over the yard to win a game. So, like, they're just so good on defense. They're so good at running the ball. They're just such a well-rounded team. 
So, like, I lean Cousins just because I feel like Cousins is probably going to have to throw the ball 40-plus times in this matchup for them to win. Uh, he had a disappointing week last week against Carolina. Kind of yeah, shocking how, how bad they kind of struggled. I don't expect that to happen again. I think Cousins is a pretty good start here. Zach Wilson had success against Kansas City last week. I, I think Cousins probably gets you minimum, like, 16, 17 points this week. Um, with the upside for multiple touchdowns is just if uh, Justin Jefferson decides to go off. Dak, I feel like it's uh, probably – it's a tough matchup for him. Um, probably like 15, 16 points against this defense. It's, it's not a gigantic kind of uh, advantage for, for uh, Curtis, but I, I, I think I lean him in this matchup. Yeah, I'd say so just because I think Cousins, like you said, will have more opportunities. Um but yeah, I, I, I lean Kurt, same as you, kind of a small gap. Um, James Conner, kind of a fun surprise of the year, I'd say, in terms of everyone laughing at the draft pick and then becoming a like usable running back. And then David, he had to come down to earth week but last still, week. He's, he's essentially his RB2. I mean, David Montgomery's the one. He's, he's an RB1 and he missed a week after the 34-burger yeah. last week. And I expect that to continue against Carolina. And then James Conner, we'll see how he does. Cincy defense hasn't been terrible. I'm not sure how great it, good or bad They're it is the against the run. They're the second worst rushing defense in the right, NFL. Scratch He's going to have Edit a good that week. that <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, Sorry, James Conner. before you got too far into that one. James Conner going to run all over Cincinnati, I feel. They have the second worst rushing defense in the league, I think. <laughs> I'll leave it all in. Um, but then on the flip side, Brock's running backs boned me last week. The McCaffrey game was just oh yeah horrible. The thank God I was literally begging them to not give it to him. And then they gave it to the fullback, and then eventually just snuck it with Purdy. But yeah, he could have had five. And then yeah. even Henry had a huge game too. That stiff arm was just vintage Henry. He looked really Henry good. Henry was as well. like, "Hey, bitches, I'm back, and this is the second worst rushing defense in the NFL." <laughs> <laughs> He's a big listener of the pod. Yeah, <laughs> he was saying that <laughs> as he was stiff arming BJ Hill. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Prox Prox got the best running backs in the league. Um, Definitely best duo in the league by a long shot. But it's like Kurt's guys can potentially hang around, like despite being obviously way shittier names. Um, but McCaffrey's just broken. Like you remember why he's just been the number one pick for like six years now. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I lean Proc by default because I'll never bet against his running backs. I'd say, but I mean, Kurt can hang around in a in his ideal world. Yeah, I think David Montgomery is a fucking cocksucker, and I hate how he's like just <laughs> so relevant still, dude. <laughs> like, I wish I drafted like, him. <laughs> so, like, maybe he was better in Chicago, but like than I thought, but, like, I was always so annoyed with Chicago, because I was like, Khalil Herbert is so much better than this fucking <laughs> idiot. He's so much more athletic, you know? Tariq and like, Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> Tariq Cohen, Husser's favorite player. Um, but, yeah. I got, like, a black Jewish be name. This you, week. Connor should have of... a good week. Are the Cardinals better? Yeah, they're better than the Bengals right now. They're better than the Giants. Giants should have beat the fucking Cardinals in hindsight. Um, it's going to be the best one um, all year. <laughs> yeah, so I think you have to go with Proc here just because 
it's Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey, and it's very hard not to lean Proxway when he's got those two fucking guys. I do think McCaffrey, he might only score 25 points this week. Oh, down um, week. Yeah, down week for McCaffrey. He might only score 25 because the the Cowboys, I think, are going to maul Purdy, but we'll see. We'll, when we get to uh, our bets, we'll talk about that. I think the zone run just works well against that sort of like heavy pin-your-ears-back pass rush, and I mean, he's just mm-hmm. been... Snibbling between the tackles. I don't think snibbling is mm-hmm. the word there, but uh, he's so good. Yeah, he's great. Every time he, every time he just goes into the line, you just expect like twenty yards. Whereas in that's comparison- what like Saquon Barkley would be like ninety percent of McCaffrey if he went to a team that wasn't the Giants. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get my jabs in every matchup. It's just not necessary right now. <laughs> I'm still so hurt. But um, but yeah, let's get into the receivers. Jamar Chase, Brandon Ayuk, and Jahan Dotson, the miracle uh, tie game. Tie, game tying touchdown reception. I literally am just brain dead today. Um, yeah, Dotson finally decided to show up. Against Chicago, I think this is a nice... Nice matchup for him. Like I said the same thing about Terry. If he's going to have a nice game, this kind of could be it as well. Ayuk's been great the entire year as well. Uh, Dallas, obviously a tougher matchup, but, I mean, no digs. So if they do want to air Everyone it out. digs out. And they have an offensive line that can compete with Dallas as much as I do think that 100%. Dallas is going to kind of maul Purdy. And then Jamar Chase. Uh, he's always fucking open, Bill. That would... He kind of got baited, I think. I think that was a bit of a, a headline when when you actually listen to it. It wasn't a bad headline grab. I liked it. I was like, yeah, he is always fucking open. It's Jamar fucking Chase. Like, what do you mean? Like, he's not. He's no, not. No, but wrong. I'm saying like, I think people are kind of saying he's like throwing Burrow under the bus and shit, and I don't think that's what oh, he's saying. Oh no, him and Burrow are a boy. Like, no, he's not throwing Joe Burrow under the bus. It's just the 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 reporter's a cocksucker, like you said, and just baiting him into a stupid comment, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like these three. Obviously, Dotson probably the least, just because he has been pretty inconsistent, aside from mm-hmm. the the touchdown late. Um, but, I mean, if there's going to be a matchup for him, that's a perfectly fine flex play. He's got DK yeah, on Najee the bye, so... Him. What's up? Do you, play, do you play Najee Harris over Dotson? No. no. Thank God you didn't say yes. <laughs> you got You got to have a guy on Thursday night too. I'm, I'm not gonna miss out on Thursday night action for to wait hey, for Kurt, Najee pro, Harris. Pro gamer move: move him into one of your wide receiver slots so that if someone gets injured, you're not fucked with the flex. I don't know if he's an avid listener, but we'll see. Probably not. Um, and then on the other side, Proc. Cortland Sutton elevated to wide receiver one thanks to his uh, <laughs> his late touchdown. Hollywood Brown <laughs> is back, and then Christian Watson, who, like I said, was kind of quiet in his first game back. He did catch like the two yard. I was touchdown. very much looking forward to making fun of Christian. I literally said I was like I would start Hollywood Brown last week over him, and then he had that yeah, like, dog no, shit was... touchdown on you. Like yeah, it was and then Laporta st- kind of put it together at the end, and I was like, "Fuck, yeah. this is going to be harder." than i thought yeah yeah i i don't i don't know christian watson's fine it's an easier matchup it's just dobbs has looked very good there he doesn't have another option right now 
Besides, I mean, with Keenan yeah, Allen on Keenan the bye. because Keenan Allen's on, on the bye. Uh, he could put in McLa- his... McLaughlin, though. Yeah, I'm surprised McLaughlin hasn't, hasn't made his way in. Isn't uh, the chick who sings the In the Arms of the Angel with the dead dogs, isn't that uh, Sarah McLaughlin? Is it spelled that way? Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, In the Arms of the Angel yeah. song. So, so put yeah. him in, Brock. That's uh, one less joke to write there. <laughs> I don't really appreciate it. But yeah, uh the receivers don't look good without Keenan Allen. I don't expect Christian Watson to kind of have as low of a target share as he did in his first week back, especially against the Raiders. And Hollywood Brown's been good, but I still just hate on Sutton and I never will stop. Jets are good too, so I mean I I like Wells's. I mean, I, I like Kurt's receivers way more personally. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree with that. I'm never gonna believe in Corlin Sutton. Hollywood Brown, I'm fine with. Um, I think he's been a good start all all year, and I think Arizona has shown that they're going to throw the ball a ton and actually put up points on offense, unlike the Giants. Um, and then Christian Watson is fine because you have no other choice, but potentially, I would potentially consider tinkering and taking, um, I don't know, Sutton out for McLaughlin if Javante isn't playing. If Javante's playing, I don't think McLaughlin is going to be startable. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But, I mean, would he have, how much did he pay for him on the waiver wire? Would he have gone $15? in? $15? I wouldn't have uh, spent a dollar on this idiot. <laughs> I didn't know. If, oh, it was only 6 bucks too. Um, but, yeah, I didn't know if Proc knew, like, the extent of the injury, assuming that he follows his team more than we do. Um, but, yeah, if Javante's playing, it's, it's a no-go. Um, anything else on these guys, or you want to do tight ends? Um, we could talk about the worst tight end in the NFL if you want. Who Hawkinson? Yeah. <laughs> he's so good, though. Hey, he was sh- shitty last week and the week before. Still that, tight dead, end so. one. Yeah, because he had one good week. He this is what he does. He has one gigantic week. That's it. That's all he ever does. You're every year. Off Evan Ingram for his low floor or his high because floor. E- because Evan Ingram's floor is twelve points. I mean, he's hit that three out of the four times. Four points. It was one bad week. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. (laughs) So you're leaning Sam Laporta, who is kind of nice, honestly, against Yeah, he's been really good. The only question mark for him is Oh my god, this is one and two tight ends. Yeah, it's how involved Jameson Williams will be with him coming back. If I know Dan Campbell, Jameson Williams won't be involved at all because he doesn't like using the best players on his team. So... And I mean, Jameson's been just disappointing in general. I mean, he came Well, he didn't back. play at all last year, really. He had the one catch and Corey came his pants. Yeah, but I mean, I just remember that preseason ref, too, where, like, our corners were locking him down and stuff, too. I I don't know. It seems like he's got a bad attitude, not learning the playbook and shit. I don't think I don't think he has much of a bearing on Laporta's upside. I mean, Laporta kind of just does completely different things than J-Mo would. Like, J-Mo yeah, eats yeah. into fucking, like, Josh Reynolds. Like, I think yeah, Laporta is still a that's nice the third down security blanket. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So you're leaning Laporta over Hawkinson, obviously? Yes. I mean, I, I'd be lying if I... If I didn't say the same thing, I mean, Carolina seems like a nice matchup. And then I'm not sure how Hawkinson will do against KC. They they should throw it a lot, so we'll see. Um, but I think that's yeah. pretty even overall. Um, who do you got in the game? 
Um, I'm going to go with Procaccini because his running backs just have such a high ceiling. Um, and I don't think his receivers are going to kill him. Um, if he can get like 45 points out of his receivers, I, th- I think he can win this matchup. Yeah, I'm going Proc as well. I, I just felt it firsthand. I, he's got a very good team. Um, obviously, no Keenan Allen this week, but Keenan Allen had a pretty pedestrian week last week as well. Um, I think it was like 13. So, I mean, I, I think all of his guys can kind of get that, and he doesn't really miss a step. Um, yeah, he's, he's just really good. <laughs> I think yeah, it's a good I team, agree. and the running back, too, is just very scary. I'm um, trying really hard not to get fooled by the ESPN projections, too. Like, I don't even look I, I at them like anymore. I feel like they're so dog shit, dude. Nah. They're just so bad. Don't even look at them. I, make my, I run my own simulations in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I... I... <laughs> <laughs> I have Tom drool on a keyboard and write me some codes. How's that working out for you? Terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of Tom, let's get over to him and Travis. So, yeah, he hasn't set his lineup because I just saw, I switched over. He's got a 29% chance to win. Yeah, Tom, Tom's still sleeping. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll help him out a little bit here. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, Mahomes against Minnesota. And then he's still got Purdy. You go Purdy against Dallas, or do you go Fields against? No, Washington? I go Fields. I go Fields. Wait, you go Fields? Yeah, you I go Fields. Fields. Yeah, I do hate Fields, but I don't think Purdy's gonna have a good week. Yeah, you're. I think you're showing your hand for the the bets later, but yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> don't spoil Listen, it now. Dude, we'll get into it later. He, yeah, uh, I think Purdy's a fine, good quarterback. I just think Dallas is a fucking powerhouse right now. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, they choked that game against the Cardinals because they fell asleep at the wheel, but they're going to come fucking ready for the San Francisco game. You saw the um, reporter trying to punk uh, Dak, and then Dak just kind of PMSed all over the mic. No, what did he say? <laughs> it was good. <laughs> the, the reporter's just like, uh... so Dak, like, what was the locker room? Like right after that playoff loss against San Fran last year, and Dak just kind of like looks at him, and he's just like, "How do you think it was?" He's like, "Oh, I did see that." I he's did like, see that. I did "You know what? That. Like, I-, I was hoping somebody pissed me off, and and you did that. So, so thank you. That thank you for pissing me <laughs> off. Like, it was just really, yeah, I did really see that. <laughs> Dak Prescott, my favorite color is gray. Bullshit. Like, fuck you, idiot. <laughs> um, yeah. Regardless, Purdy's been great the last few weeks. I, I do like him more than Justin Fields, just not in the current matchups they have. I, I just think, oh, I, I don't know. I, it, this is a hard. I, I think it's close, but I probably lean Fields just because Washington's D line is very, very legit. They're going to give him hell. Yeah, but they let up a lot of points. Washington, like they're they're Against the Eagles, like and the Bills. I think the the Bears are a Here, lot easier, and I know the Broncos scored on them too. You but... think the Cowboys are easier than the, or sorry, you think? Uh... I think the Bears are. I mean, uh, yeah, we're talking about Washington's defense, right? Yeah, I think Fields yeah, the is Bears fine suck. against them. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Regardless, I think no matter who you got in there, I I like Mahomes against Minnie a lot. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously <laughs> more than whoever, <laughs> obviously more than whoever Tom puts in. The pause is um, concerning. Justin Fields, it's like, I think he should have a better game than Purdy, 
but Justin Fields is Justin Fields, and the only quarterback that's worse than him is Daniel Jones. So it's like he's one of the worst quarterbacks. I don't care how he looked last week against the worst defense, second worst defense in the NFL. So, so moving on, Travis got ETN and Kyron Williams, who's just a diamond in the rough, and then Kenny Walker. Oh, Kenneth Walker's on the bye, so let's. So I guess Kenny gonna gain have to well. Start gain well. Uh, I do. Yeah, Tom, this is why you use your fab bucks, buddy. No, unless Jonathan Taylor comes back, like you said. Oh, yeah, I forgot Tom has him. Yeah. Ooh, this changes a lot of things for me, for Tom's team. <sighs> yeah, so, I mean, this is pretty hard to project. I'm going to assume it's Gainwell, just because... I'm going to assume it's Jonathan Taylor. All right. So There's a lot of positive vibes coming out of the camp. He's practicing already. He's The coach has already said that he's looking healthy. And that he looks good. But does he give so, like, a shit? <laughs> like, does he care? No, but he. There was also a report today talking about how like talks have resumed between him and the Colts, and that they, he's feeling good about the season. So, like, as someone who owned Le'Veon Bell when he decided to sit out the entire season, if there was ever a report like this when I owned Le'Veon Bell, like I would have been ecstatic. So, I think if Taylor doesn't play this week, he's I'd just be not even activated yet. Is the thing? Yeah, he's uh off the pup. So he'll be activated. You have, you have 21 day. days. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But he, he's been healthy. He Like, he was healthy. It's just they put him on the short-term IR or pup, whatever it is. Um, if he plays, I, I, I think it's it's a tough matchup with Tennessee, but I'd play him over Gainwell for sure. Yeah, no doubt. It seems like Swift has completely taken over that backfield. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to project as far as his running backs because, I mean, I think Gainwell is a pretty low floor and then Taylor potentially a very high ceiling. Um, let's just talk Pacheco. Pacheco, I just like the way he runs, I feel. He run, I was literally going to say he runs like an idiot. I saw a clip on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it. It was just like they always say like the great running backs have no wasted movement and they're like Pacheco's the opposite of that he's just yeah. fucking like vibrating while he yeah. runs dude he funny. was way too hyped to be back in New Jersey for that game he was like kind of being Rutgers. a cocksucker Stand he was up. being a cocksucker dude and like I was just like it's your fucking eyes I don't know he had a great game against a very good Jets defense so I, so think, he'll be I think he's like, gonna be a pretty good start again yeah. this week yes and then we'll go to Travis's side. ETN against Buffalo in London. Don't forget. Um, yeah, Buffalo looks potentially like one of the better teams in the league after stumbling in that Jets game. They just can't beat the Jets, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think about ETN here? I honestly don't even know how well he's been playing. Pretty underwhelming, I'd say, for where he's drafted. He's been underwhelming. I have him in another league. He's been pretty underwhelming, but he's the dominant ball carrier there. I just think the Jaguars' offense has been Jaguars pretty underwhelming. Jaguars haven't cooked yet. Yeah. Maybe this week they cook. We'll see. This this seems like a prime Doug Peterson pulls one out of his ass week. Um, I, I mean, they've been there for good. a week. Is or... Von Miller back this week, by chance? No, he's just practicing. I think they're going to wait. I think they have a bye week, like, seven or something like that. And then they'll bring him back, I think, is, like, the 
not so secret plan. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. So then, That's yeah, I think complete ETN horseshit. Is... Their bio week is thirteen. So I don't know where oh, the fuck okay. did I dream that? I, don't I know. thought I saw he was coming back after week five or six. So I don't know. Um, ETN is probably a better option than Gainwell. What um, about Mostert? I would play him over Mostert too because I think what you saw last week, if you watched the Dolphins game, is A chains the guy. And it's definitive he's the guy. Oh, man, I can't wait to get to your game. You're just going to be insufferable? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I have Moster in Dynasty and in another league. Like, I like Moster. It's just he's older, and I just think A-Chain's the guy is all. Um, I think he's a lot better at the outside zone. Um, Kyron, though, is going to be a smash start. I think he's going to probably get, like, 20 opportunities. Um, the only thing would be if, like, Cup plays this week and cuts into his passing game a little bit, but it seems like his rushing game is going to be more than enough. Um, it's just Philly's front seven is going to be tough. So yeah, maybe it's... limit a ceiling here, um, but I think the Rams could score with Philly, so it's like, it, you know, he's going to be fine. Probably going to be better than both. Pierce I would lean Kyron is probably going to outscore both of Huster's running backs too, whoever he puts in. Hmm. That's fair. Not combined, I'm just saying. Like, I think he's going to have an advantage here at, at RB. Okay. So let's get the receiver. Travis got Jefferson, Puka, and then Nico Collins. The huge game last week. I um, said to Travis Stardom when we were asking between him and fucking whatever his face was. I forget who he had in. Was it Pittman, maybe? Uh, probably Pittman, right? Or was it yeah. Allen? Or Mostert, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, Travis is yeah, getting brutalized by starts yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, he hit. Oh my god, he's one in three? Yeah. What? And he loses every game on Monday night. It's, it's so oh funny. Oh my god, Travis! <laughs> it's literally every You're time. You're the best team! Travis has the best team in the league! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm sitting here. I thought he was three and one looking Man, at this. He needs a win here. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, you need this one, Travis. Wow. So maybe so he comes out hungrier. But yeah, I mean, I, oh my god. there's not a ton dude, to say about Jefferson. Dude, um, he's got QB8, running back 3, wide receiver 1, wide receiver 4, wide receiver 7, running back 2, and he's 1-3? in three? Well, he ne- what? He, He's no never god. played Mostert when he's been good. I think he played him the two shitty weeks he had. <laughs> Sorry, so, yeah. Travis. Um. Yeah, Just so maybe Jefferson, smash start. Puka yeah. Nakua, if Cup isn't playing, and even if Cup is playing, smash start. Very good start. He's and then Nico Collins. While Puka's playing, you know, like before Cup. So how did. does Atlanta play defense? So I think his two wide receivers. I don't have much to say besides they're gonna look good. Um, Collins. The only question is, how did the Falcons play? Who's their corner? Tyrell. Yeah, AJ Terrell, Jesse Bates. around. And they have Okuda. The as number well. one. Like, they have a pretty good pass. I forgot they had Jesse Bates. You keep reminding me of that. He's like, they a have very a good pretty player. good passing defense. So. Yeah, they're kind of good like, all around on defense. They just. Desmond Ritter just sucks. Their line's good. They're, they got weapons. Like, it's just Desmond Ritter sucks. Yeah, so, like, do you. Like, do you have any concern that Stroud has a tougher week this week? It's possible, but I mean, I haven't seen Stroud flinch yet. Like, he's he's been forced to throw like one dimensionally the entire his entire career, and he hasn't thrown an interception. Like, that's very yeah. impressive. 
Um, yeah, I'm just wondering if maybe you downgrade the passing options. Yeah, for him. I mean it's either that or Pittman, right? Um, and I think you're probably well. scarred with Pittman after last week. Although Tennessee does have a bad passing defense, they're not the best. Godwin would probably be who I'd play if they were playing this week. Pierce is hard. Um, he's just not scoring really touchdowns. I think Nico Collins is the right play. I, I think that's the right play over Raheem Mostert. That would be my only other consideration here, I think. I really do think both of the running backs can do fine against the Giants, even if your boy A-Chain is the, is the guy, but yeah, Nico's just, Nico's just cool. Been Nico's been really good. I, I think I'd ride with it as well. Um, but yeah, he's just got a deep team. Like He's got a lot of yeah. good options, and Godwin's on the bye, and I mean, he'd be like the sixth best guy to play in the flex here. That's yeah, still like usable, more. you know? Um, so yeah, good job, Trap. Uh, on the other side, Husser just had a randomly bad week of Hill and Olave after he kind of had low-key one of the better duos in the league. Um, I don't expect that to continue. Tyree Kill against uh, Deontay Banks should be really, really fun. And then um, Olave against New England. I mean, I don't know how long. I, I doubt he does another like one catch, two yards, or whatever the fuck he did last week um, against New England. I, I don't know. I mean, is New England just going to phone it in now? They It seems to be going off the rails, and then they lost Gonzalez for the year as well, which really sucks. I don't know. The um, Cowboys have in multiple teams. The Cowboys this year. just do that to do everybody. That. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm not. I'm really like, New England to me is a gigantic. This is a big overreaction week for New England. Um, to me, I don't think that Derek Carr has showed you like the, the talk is all about Daniel the Jones. The, the talk is all about Daniel Jones. But I told you this before. I was telling you this a few weeks ago. I was like, the Saints fucking suck, dude. They're not good. Dennis Allen is not a good head coach. Like. Derek Carr, there's a reason he got booted out of Oakland and why he had one good season his entire career there. Like, he's not good. I think you're seeing that New Orleans is like, oh, fuck. Thank God we paid this guy $35 million, so people talk about Daniel Jones getting $40 million. Well, he just hasn't um, played in prime time yet. Yeah. So I think he sucks. Um, I, Olave is good. Like, he's a fine option. He's probably going to be better this week than last week because I can't see him repeating it. He's too good. He's like... You know, Garrett Wilson, he, like, they're just too good to be terrible <laughs> on a consistent basis. And then Christian Gonzalez is down. So, like, does J.C. Jackson return to form or does he get burned? Kind of J.C.'s back, back. That's crazy. Yeah. So I lean that J.C. Jackson's going to come back to form because that's just so chargers <laughs> for that to happen. Like, I lean that he's going to come back and look good week one because he'd be fired up. Um and then, alternatively, Tyreek Hill is going to... He's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. He's going to hurt me. Yeah. We don't have anybody who can cover him. No one in the league really has anyone who can yeah. cover him. Well, so, yeah. Tredavious White, before he blew his Achilles, could. Yeah, that, that's a that was tough to see, too. dude. Yeah, that really was is. really tough to see, because he came back from the injury last year, too. Yeah, but like they have caught what? Who do they have? The uh, Elam has he worked out in Buffalo yet, or is he kind of mids? I don't really know. What I 
typically I knew that their D line and their linebackers were really good like prior to this year. I don't know how they've mm-hmm. kind of been playing defense this year. I think honestly, aside from Miami, like that, that's a great win. It. They have played like some shitty offenses. Mm-hmm. Jet the Jets, Vegas, and Washington. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, um, maybe they I, I don't, I don't really know what's. I don't know what's good, but I mean, I'm not going to say they're overrated. They just did a great job on the team that scored 70 mm-hmm. and was just the fucking golden boy of the league. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see if the Trey White injury hurts. But wait, how did we get there? We're talking about uh, Tyree talking Hill. about Tyree Hill. <laughs> 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 so what the fuck are we talking about? Um, and then yeah, speaking of Bills though, he's got Gabe Davis who hasn't burned him Fuck in the two flex, two flex plays so far. Uh, ten. He and burned 15. me last year so hard. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the Jags are randomly live in this game, just being in London for a whole week, and then Jaguars the Bills, have a good defense. The Bills potentially in a letdown spot. I don't know if Husser changes anything because again, he hasn't said it. Um. His only option on this team right now is like Brandon Cooks, I'd say, which you're not going to do. Or Darnell Mooney if he puts in Fields. You're also but not going to Even do. in Fields' best game of his career, Darnell Mooney only had four catches. So, <laughs> yes. so I, I mean, I think yeah, that's kind of sad. He's got to get a tight end. Um, so I, I don't think Tom even realizes that Njoku's not playing this week. Oh, yeah. What happened? How did he fuck up his face? Oh, he was like lighting a fire pit in his backyard, okay. and then he, and it like uh, that he was using like lighter fluid or whatever, and it burned up into his face. Yeah, I mean that could have happened to us in the Pocono, so <laughs> not gonna make too much. Oh fun. yeah, <laughs> we even Dude, remember I was like, uh, uh, hey, the, gr- the grill's on fire, Bill. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hang on, I got, I'm, I'm picking, him, and I'm up in two unlike picks. Him, I was smart. Unlike <laughs> him, I was smart. I was like, okay. I know how to handle this. You turn off the gas and you suffocate the fire. I've seen this on TV. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. I didn't know what the fuck to do. I was just like, everything about this house is a disaster. I'm ready to blow up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's not much to talk about the tight ends. We got Higby against whoever mids versus mids. Husser is going to pick up. I don't really think that has any bearing in, as far as the victor goes. Um, no. For my winner, I'm going to go with Travis getting the win. Uh, the receivers are just too good. Um, and he's just due to win. Like, he's too good of a team to be 1-4. and four. Pal? Mm. What? Oh, no. I. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Are you there? I'm going to ta- take Husser. I think I'm going to take Husser. That's so I just... ugly. No, I know, I know, I know. Don't I'm don't overthink Hosser. gaining ground. Like you're just losing ground if you make bad picks. No, it's just I don't know. I could see Justin Fields having a good game. You don't even know if he's gonna play see, him, and you're banking on uh, uh, gonna, Taylor too. He's gonna play. Huss, I know Husser probably thinks the Cowboys are good. I think he's gonna play Justin Fields. I think Jonathan Taylor is gonna play, and I don't know. I think Hill is gonna have a good game. Olave is gonna have. A, I don't know. I just I. I have to fade Travis. I, I've I think I've been picking Travis pretty much every week too, so I'm gonna fade him this week and maybe it'll get him a W, but I don't know. Husser's just been somehow finding ways to win these games. All right, let's go over to you because I'm I want to hear the the A chain takes as well. So we'll go you and Troy. 
Uh, you're three and one, and Troy's one and three, so he's definitely the hungrier team. Um, he's got Matt Stafford against Philly. You've got Lamar against Pittsburgh. Um, I'll let you talk about Lamar, and then I'll swing it over to Staff, even though we've kind of discussed that game a ton. Uh, Lamar, the last three weeks, has pretty much proven why I wanted to draft him, which is like I think he's going to have. He's had some fumbling issues. Like he's kind of been careless with the ball at times. But what I like about Lamar this year is that they're mixing in some designed runs with him, but like a lot of his running yards are coming from him bailing from the pocket and like being smart like when, when he's actually going to run the ball. So I think he's a great play. He just had a great week against Cleveland, and we just saw what C.J. Stroud did to Pittsburgh. Um, I like the Ravens a lot this week, and I like Lamar. On the flip side, there's a potential for Stafford to get seriously injured by the Eagles' front seven. I don't put that out there. That's that's just. I mean. don't want him to. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. I the Eagles' front seven is lights out, and like, okay, I'm I'm not I'm not hoping for an injury. It's just I don't think that he's gonna have a fun day. I think similar to like what I was saying about Purdy, like he's gonna be under pressure a lot. Sam Howell um, survived and had a nice day, like scoring. I don't see why well, Stafford... Well, kind of year or week got saved by, like, that last drive, right? Uh, I don't know, honestly, as far as fantasy-wise, but, I mean, he scored 31 points. I assume he wasn't totally... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Stuff. I'm, uh... I'm, uh, um... You're leaning Lamar? Leaning yourself? Yes. Yeah, leaning Lamar. Okay. Heavily leaning Lamar. And then running backs, he's banking on Saquon being back which I, I don't even know. what that, I, I, like, refuse to even, like, read about the Giants this week. He just, just a little bit. I, I He's been practicing a little bit the past few weeks, I feel. I think the he's going to be on games. a set. If he does play, I think he's going to be on a, a snap count. Um, it's better than Javante Williams, who I'm just finding out now looks like I guess he's not playing. Is that so? Yeah, he missed practice today, so... All right, I'll talk about Saquon and Swift. You uh, set your lineup. Um, so Swift has turned out to be really good. I know Troy was kind of fake joking about trading him. Thank God he held on to him. He's been a nice nice play in the running back slot while Saquon's been down. Um, it looks like his other options, if Saquon doesn't play, Miles Sanders and Khalil Herbert, who hasn't been super playing. And Miles Sanders I don't think is going to play either. Is that so? Yeah, that's so why Shuba I have Hubbard? Shuba. Okay, You're, you got him already. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think this is the, the duo. If Saquon's even on a pitch count, I, I think he kind of still gets you 10 points just on dump-offs, and you see how this offense operates. Um, I, I think it's just all quick passes, and he'll bat an interception in the air, as, as he typically does, and we're going to lose 40-12. to 12, But um, Yes, yeah, Saquon can get you 12 points, so enjoy yeah. that, Troy. He, he should have known. It's like if I passed on him, this was the year to probably take yeah, the a last step year forward. was the only year where I targeted Saquon Barkley in my entire life. Um, have you switched your lineup? I'm going to refresh. Yeah, I just did. So we'll start with A-Chain, your golden boy. Um, I'll let you take the stage here. Yeah, I mean, he's electric. I was telling you before the podcast started, but he has the fastest and the fifth fastest rushing touchdown on the league or on the year. Um, If you look at his rushing chart, he's 
absolutely destroying it on uh, on outside of the tackle kind of runs. He's just so fast, and they're using him a lot in the red zone. And like clearly, they like him a lot. So I love him, especially against the Giants, who I think he's just going to absolutely fucking house this week. Um, I would be shocked if he doesn't. On the flip side. DeAndre Swift could also have a gigantic game. He's been very good. So I don't think I have an advantage at all at the running back position this week because I have Ford out, Javante's out, and if Sanders doesn't play, I probably put in Chuba, but otherwise I'm basically banking on Algier to kind of fall into the end zone. It's Dude, I I got fucked. I got the early bye weeks this this week. Uh, Yeah, I guess you can get it out of the way. I mean... He's down Cooper as well, um, and Watson, but yeah, I don't think I have a gigantic like. I don't think Saquon's gonna have a good day. So if I don't think Saquon's gonna have a great day, like yeah, I just need a running back to get me out of like, the better points. running backs if A Chain continues what he's been doing. But we'll see. Um, Algier is just so ugly. Uh, yes. <laughs> moving on. Uh, let's do receivers. He's got Devontae Ridley, who's just after week one, I thought he was gonna be a wide receiver one and it's just yeah, falling off a cliff. And then Kendrick, Well Zay Jones and Christian Kirk like are gonna like Zay Jones back this week and Christian Kirk is like good. And then ugly, ugly flex. Jesus Christ, it's Kendrick Bourne. Um, yeah. That is I mean Mike is, is somehow better at flex. I, I don't understand how that how that is. <sighs> Troy, what are we doing here? I think he gotta drop Rita and find like a receiver that you can potentially get something out of or make a deal or something. Kendrick Bourne is tough and Calvin Ridley's been tough. Devante, like he's lived up to like your round two pick. Um but yeah, I, I don't love this at all. Your thoughts? Um Devontae Adams is a fine play. Green Bay's defense is very overrated. Um if Jimmy G's back, he's going to be great. Um, Ridley, I don't know. They don't have Tredavious White in Buffalo. Yeah, maybe this is the week he bounces back. Maybe, but I I can't say it with confidence. I think Christian Kirk is the preferred guy there. Mm-hmm. And Zay Jones week one kind of went the fuck off. So he's back this week. I wonder if he eats more into Ridley's kind of share. Kendrick Bourne is disgusting. Like He's been in the league for like eight years, and he's always been bad. Like, he had one good game in the beginning of the year, and, like, I, I don't know. If I were Troy, I would probably start Khalil Herbert over Kendrick Moore. <laughs> You're incepting him. Or do That's you what I would do. I'm, no, I'm actually, I actually believe that. I think Khalil Herbert is definitely a better play. Yeah, like he, he got had 18 20, carries last week. He had 22 touches last week. Like, I don't – and a game in, in uh, Thursday night games, I feel like it's going to be fucking ugly and – rushing the ball and the commanders are like bottom 12 in rushing defense so it's like i like that better than mac jones throwing the ball to my target like yeah i don't know yeah, hopefully yeah. he doesn't listen till tomorrow night so he doesn't make the right call yeah, but not if he's been not, listening either normally opinion. normally he'd yell at me about some takes and stuff but yeah know. he reads the articles though so shout out troy um switching over to your Good receivers thank you it took me a while to kind of organize my yeah you thoughts, went radio but... silent after the game i mean i i literally freaked out oh, 
we're talking about it now, so I guess we'll talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, I I freaked out bad <laughs> during the pick six. Yeah, I I because I, I was literally like, oh, we're just gonna somehow win some ugly ass game again, like. And then yeah. when I saw it happen, I just like threw their moan. I was like, "We're going to bed. We're going to bed. Like the, the shit's over." Like I was just in a bad <laughs> spot. Then I was just pacing around. Then I was like, "All right, let's watch Survivor." And then I just didn't watch the fourth quarter. <laughs> Good premiere. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, Garrett Wilson <laughs> against Denver. Um, yeah, Garrett Wilson looked really good last week. He was yeah, the he could have had a of, gigantic week, dude. I mean, he's everyone knows he's really good. It's just kind of can Zach get on the ball, and Zach played with a ton of confidence. So, well, it scares me about this. We'll get into it in the pick 'em, but like as good as the Jets look, like they're still dogs in this game. After Denver has looked pretty shitty all year, it's like I think the Jets are potentially a rat line. Um, yeah, I'm not betting them, but I am betting that Garrett Wilson has a fucking gigantic week. This yeah, week. you're not wrong. They've left 1,100 yards in, through the air and 13 touchdowns, dude. Like, they're piss bad. Like, the only team... Like, they're much worse than, like, every other team's defense, which, shockingly, the Eagles have the third worst passing defense in the league. That's so important to Yeah, know. their secondary's been really bad, but... Yeah, um... But yeah, I think Garrett Wilson's gonna have a fucking day, to be honest with you. No, yeah, that's that's very possible. But just just in general, I'm just looking at that line. I'm like, do they know that that was potentially fluky on <laughs> on Sunday? I don't know. I I want to root for Zach and like it to I want work Zach out. To do well. yeah. But I'm just like, they're not getting any respect here. I know it's on the road. I know it's mile high, yada yada. But it's like. It's I'm just I just have my eye on it sort of thing. Um, Zay Flowers, he looks really good. Fantasy stats potentially not backing up like how electric he is with the ball. You do you have other options? You don't. You're getting boned by buys. No Lockett. Yeah, no Evans. You got Corey's boy Robert Woods is the only other option. And you're not yeah, him. I I think Zay is fine. He should have had. Because I've watched every Ravens game because I, I'm jerking off to the Ravens this year. Um, he should have had like a long completion that got called back for like some dog shit holding, um, or he would have had like over 12 points last week. Still has had a touchdown. Cleveland's a very good defense. I think this week's a, a better week for him just based off of how well the Texans were able to do. I think he's even with Calvin Ridley. I, I, I obviously, if I had Lockett or Mike Evans, I'd be playing them, but I do not. And then Poe, who the fuck is Michael Wilson in the flex? I see his <laughs> numbers are good. I've never heard of this player before. He had a day last week against San Francisco for the Cardinals. He's a rookie out there in Arizona. Um, I don't know if. If it's consistent, <laughs> he has. What the fuck is this? You're making fun of Kendrick Bourne, and there's some guy I've never heard of. He's better than Kendrick Bourne, Billy. What he do you want to tell you? Oh, this he is. is. He's, he's a higher ranked wide receiver on the year, dude. You should have um, a side bet. Kendrick basically, Bourne versus Wilson. Basically, chasing the points. Like, he had a good week last week. Cincinnati's passing defense is 
Cincinnati's defense in general is just dog shit. Like their pass defense is a little bit better than their rushing defense, but overall Cincinnati's look bad. So I'm hoping that Arizona at home kind of continues to throw the ball all over the place. Um, so he's like a dart throw. My my other option is Robert. <laughs> he's Woods. a dart throw, all right. I'm my surprised other option is grab Woods. him overboard. Yeah, I'm Woods. surprised nobody. I'm surprised nobody picked up Wilson. To be honest, everyone with you. has receivers except for you and uh, who else had a bed? I mean, I have receivers. I just yeah, I'm they're on just a, on by. I, I feel yeah. you. Um, um, yeah, he's a dart throw. Like I, I like I like if if Miles Sanders isn't playing. I think he still stays in the flex, and then you'll see you Chuba gotta play go him after starting this. lineup. You gotta play. I want to see I'm gonna Michael, play Wilson. Michael Wilson. I'm gonna play him over <laughs> Robert Woods. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm hyped. Yeah, I'm gonna play him over Robert Woods. This is uh, sure. who is Husser's guy on Carolina last year? Um, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Terrence Marshall. No, Terrence Marshall. Terrence Howard is a fucking actor. Dude, his, his name is. <laughs> He's so forgettable. They forgot the N in his name, dude. <laughs> Go by Terrence. <laughs> I'm, I'm hyped for Michael Wilson. He's playing Cincinnati too. He can really ruin Troy's day. Oh man, a lot of lot of potential there. And then tight end Kincaid still just hasn't gotten it going. Um, I guess you got to keep playing him. He doesn't have another tight end. Oh, he's got Dalton Schultz. Maybe he finds his way in. Has he been better? No. Pretty much the same. No, no. I, I these tight ends have been t- t- Kincaid is basically like a dart throw. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. He's a they rookie, don't use so... the tight end position in Buffalo. Like Knox would have like big games and then disappear too. So mm-hmm. Mark Andrews is thank God the last two weeks for Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson pretty much like made completely changed my confidence level. Yeah, I'm like okay, this is why I drafted Mark Andrews. You know. Yeah, and you got the the one late as well, um, mm-hmm. twenty five points last week. Yeah, and Pittsburgh, it's potentially going off the rails a bit for them. They might have a ugly season coming, and I mean they've already beaten. I think Baltimore is really good. I think yeah, they already bring it to Pittsburgh. They already beat the other two teams in the division, so I I don't see why Pittsburgh would be any different. Um, yeah, big advantage over Kincaid. Um. Yeah, I don't really have a ton more to add there. Uh, are you picking yourself? Lucas defense, big play this week, in my opinion, too. Sucking off your defense? Yes. Okay. And my kicker. Too good. <laughs> All right. I'm well, picking myself, yeah, yes. Well, let's get past this here. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'll go I'll go you as well. I like. I think the receivers are honestly pretty close. Um, I like... A chain a bit in their running backs, and then Lamar and Andrews, I think, is the ultimate gap. Um, and then I guess your defense and kicker, too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, let's wrap up with me and Rasp. So I got Josh Allen against Jacksonville, he's got Jalen Hurts against the Rams, star studded quarterback. Is, uh... Um, this is a loser leaves town game potentially. No, it's for not. Rasp. Oh, for no, not for you. For it's gotta I be guess both teams are loser this, leaves this, town. Sorry, yeah, sorry. This is a must win for Rasp four weeks into the season. He, he just texted me. He's like, I can't lose. Uh, <laughs> I I didn't realize he was one and three. I thought he was playing well as well. I think he might have got banged a couple he's got, weeks. He's like Travis. He's got one of the better teams in the league, and he's kind of getting fucked by start sit decisions. It, it's early to four four losses is still. 
still not a big deal. Yeah, I think once you're at really, five, you're like, fuck, I can only lose one more time. But yeah, it's probably got some Corey games and stuff on the schedule. I wouldn't hit the panic button quite yet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Josh Allen against Jacksonville. Allen's turned it around a ton. Without that shitty first week, uh, he's probably QB one. He's two right now anyway. Um. I love yeah, this it. Allen Dukes stack for you has been awesome the thing is the one week it worked i i lost so it's like yeah. I don't know, just bad luck yeah, I, I got some lucky wins and then deserved to win last week and then uh, that's how it goes um so yeah i'm, I'm hoping the alan Diggs stack just continues and kind of sneaks some wins for me um i i am a little concerned i think it is a bit of a trap game in london against jacksonville but we'll see hurts on the other side um hasn't been as good throwing the ball potentially um decent game last week against washington but just in general not a lot of passing touchdowns and then obviously the goal line stuff is still going to be there i think i'll have a very good game against the rams though they haven't really stopped the nosebleed thus far yeah i think you guys are going to have a very even quarterback matchup this definitely week. 25s i think on both yes. sides it just kind of is what it is um running backs i got james cook and Brees hall on my team and then he's got madison and gus edwards does he have bye weeks or what happened here no zach moss i thought he was kind of playing uh, well that's that's oh because um, taylor jonathan taylor i think is coming back wow. so maj p run is a potential play was he good? um but he wasn't really good with Devontae a... out last week was he no it's, you're basically taking a 50 50 shot here um between him and McLachlan or and McLaughlin. Then, how's Roshan been? Yeah, he's been a nothing burger too. Because he's, I don't know, people love Roshan, but I think Khalil Herbert's pretty good. So, Yeah, so I mean, I think I like my running backs a good amount more. Madison's just been pretty disappointing. Gus Edwards maybe fall into the end zone. Um, but yeah, I think James Gray, Cook... but yes, you got a very big advantage here. Um, James Cook has been very good. He's been consistently like he hasn't. I don't think he's broken 20 yet, but RB 12, 10, 19, 13, 14. That's what you need. Like that's, that's fine. That's all you need. And then Brees, I think, has found something too. How did you get Brees Hall? Corey asked me. <laughs> oh, so did you, you didn't hit up Corey for the trade. He just offered to give you Brees Hall for Jordan Addison. He offered to give me Brees Hall, and then I offered Addison in return, and then and he, that's also, all. he also <laughs> wanted Stinky Cook off his team, so, yeah. Oh, my God. That's how he it gifted went. You, he gifted you what is possibly going to be an RB1 the rest of the season. I mean, I bought low. He, the Jets the Jets were, the like, the, the pits of the league when when I made the deal. I, they were coming I off of the New England... He had 12 carries for 18 yards. I think he was just He just played New England and Dallas, like two of the better defenses. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I can't manage his team. It wouldn't be fun if I managed every single team. Chris Hall is going to have a fucking day again. I I mean, maybe the Jets lose, like it is a trap line, like you're saying, but I think he's going to have a great day against Denver. I hope so. Chicago just ran all over Denver. They're the worst defense in the NFL, like. You have a massive advantage at running back this week, thanks to that trade. Yeah, I'm amped. I knew I had to make a deal at some point, and then it just kind of just kind of came. That being said, though, I mean, we'll get into it with my receivers. Like, 
they're not as good as I kind of anticipated, so I did well, get Waddle rid of some isn't. depth. Yeah, Waddle's just been killing me. But yeah, you, anything on his guys before we before we move on? Madison's on his receivers been, or his no, uh, running, running backs. backs? Nothing more on his running backs now. Okay, so let's do receivers. Yeah, so Diggs had the nice game last week, which finally, like, he's kind of living up to the hype for me. And then Waddle's just been murdering me. I he's left a couple games. He's nursing injured. an injury, like he had the concussion, right? But if there is a get right game, it is against the New York Football Giants. And oh whoever yeah, whoever the fuck is going to be guarding him? The quick game, the oh, screens, yeah. like this is this is a Waddle tailor made game. I need it. Yeah. Um, I think he's fine as a wide receiver too, but you kind of drafted him hoping that he has those Waddle weeks at win year week. So kind of have two ones. Yeah, Diggs I'm not concerned about whatsoever. But Waddle, uh, you're kind of doing the same strategy to me where you just kind of built up one team's offense. And, like, I have the Ravens and you have Buffalo. (laughs) I'm just realizing now. (laughs) That's the team name. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Waddle's been disappointing, but I can't imagine that he continues to look like this the rest of the season. Yeah, um, I hope. Otherwise, it's... This is the get-right week, though. This I is hope it. so. And then Pickens and the flex, I just don't really have a good flex. Um, I kind of got lucky a couple it times. kind of sucks, right? Pick, yeah, I'm hoping Mitch comes in, honestly. Um, it seems like That's what I would Pickett hope, might come back, but I'm, I'm down for Mitch just to kind of get him some different looks. Any interest in... Why do you have Daniel Jones on your... Drop him. No. Dude, I may. Please. I may need a defense. I honestly didn't hit the waiver wire. I kind of was just exhausted. Um, Tutu Atwell may get in. Would you play him? That's what I'm thinking. Like, would you play Tutu over Pickens? Potentially. Uh, there's a. He's getting nine targets a week. Like I. He I'm, just had his I worst game it. last week. Is the only thing I'll monitor the cup situation. But yeah, Philly's been getting thrown on by pretty much everybody. Um, yeah. Tutu's definitely in contention, and I. Tutu was just kind of buried in the depth chart. Like, I was kind of going Addison in these, like, emergency flex situations um, previously. But now it's like, Tutu, mm-hmm. you, you're up. Um, so it's definitely possible. I, I got to see. I, I got to tinker with my lineup. I, I got to get some stank out of here um, on the bench. So we'll see. That's that's not locked in stone, though, or set in stone. On his side, Devontae Smith, DJ Moore, and Kirk. Um, all coming off of pretty good games. Devontae, it's a little annoying for him. Like, A.J. Brown has seemingly come back to being the wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a thing. I, I, they can continue to kind of feed two receivers, especially against the Rams. I, I am anticipating yeah, a game I think there. he's going to have a pretty big game against the Rams this week for sure. And then D.J. Moore had the big game last week. I'm hoping that is just because it's Denver and Washington can kind of play him a little tougher. Um, and He's then, been pretty good the last few weeks, though. Like, yeah, no, though... I'm, I'm not expecting a full dud. I'm just hoping for not a 27-burger. Yeah, and the commanders are kind of middle-of-the-road past defense. Um, like, I think they're bottom 15 in the league. or Yeah, so yeah, literally middle-of-the-road. Um, and then Kirk. I don't know. I don't think he has a gigantic week, DJ Moore, but I've kind of been wrong about him the last few weeks. He's, he's like, impossible he's to like, gauge. Like... Because he's so good, it's just like, can they get him the ball? You know? Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't hate DJ Moore this week. Like, I like him more than Pickens. 
Yeah. I mean, Pickens is the flex, but regardless, Kirk is better than Pickens, too. Yeah, so I think he might have a slight... I don't think he's got a gigantic advantage here. I think Kirk is going to have kind of that high floor all year, and then if he catches a touchdown, it's, like, huge for you, like a big week for him. Um, I, I think he has the advantage at wide receiver just because Waddle and Pickens have been so inconsistent for you. Yeah, you're not wrong, but I am just hoping that Waddle really does have the get-right week. Um, we'll see how it goes, though. And then tight end, we will talk about Kelsey um, against Minnesota. I think this could be a really big Kelsey game, unfortunately. Um, he, he hasn't had one yet. He hasn't broken 20 yet. I think this could be like the three touchdowns, which is what I am afraid of. Um, yeah, Minnesota just doesn't play a lick of pass defense, so... <laughs> That stinks. And then Waller, it's just, I, I just got to keep playing him. But I think he might, that pick might ultimately um, cost me. I, I told Dude, myself did you after. See, you, did you see the play, like on the pick six that DJ threw, Waller was wide open in the end zone. Yeah, so that is the <laughs> one, that is the one thing that I'm banking on. I'm like, we hit such rock bottom by like not throwing to him. Like maybe now they just force feed him like, all the shit they've been saying the entire fucking summer at camp, how every play is going to him. Da, da, da. They were like subbing him out because they're like, you need to learn to throw to fucking Paris Campbell. And then look how that's fucking working out. Like, just throw to the best guy. Like, Wait, wait Paris Campbell isn't good? Yeah, he sucks. I hate oh, him. Oh, was he, was he good the first four years of his career by chance? He wasn't. He ex- Oh, <laughs> Wasn't okay. he your guy last year? Wasn't he your emergency flex, dude? Uh, he had, like, the one week where he had, like, a good week. And I'm I was pretty like, sure maybe. we had, like, a Paris Campbell episode, if I recall. So don't, don't be <laughs> no, revisionist he had, like, a history. He like, a 27-point week um, that I was like, I think it was like he uh, could potentially be a guy there. And then he just continued to suck the rest of the year. So, yeah, the, the Giants just suck, and it, it really hurts my feelings. But I don't have a better option than Waller. Like, any bum that I pick up on, if I pick up some bum and start him over Waller, like, that'll be the week he gets 20. Uh, especially I'm yeah. going against Kelsey. Like, I just got to ride it out. But, yeah, that's ultimately the pick I really regret if we're if we're looking back at things. Items early that don't pan out are... Killers. Killers. Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, of, of all the quick shit that we run, like, you just don't line him up in the slot and just hit him on, like, a seven-yard slant to just, like, stay ahead of the sticks. Like, why aren't we seeing that at all? Like, why is everything to fucking Paris Campbell or, like, throwing a, like, God knows who behind the line of scrimmage? It's just, who knows, I hate dude. this offense, dude. Dude, and then the other thing I was thinking, you know how I said uh, the Eagles coordinators, both of them, are doing, like, a really good job? Like, remember when we yeah. were, like, freaking out? We're like, we can't lose our coordinators. Imagine if people fucking hired Kafka as a head coach. Yeah. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> They'd be fucked. Now we know why he didn't get a head coach job. Yeah, so I'm laughing because I want to cry. He's like, Dable, how would, Brian, uh, Mr. Brian, how would you write this one up, sir? fucking idiot i hate everything um but yeah obviously advantage to him in the tight end 
Uh, we really went off the rails in this matchup, so apologies. <laughs> but uh, one thing to note Travis on his Kelsey team, though, right? who basically is what the summary is. Travis Kelsey is gigantic. Yeah, he always does. Advantage. But one thing you got to note with Russ, too, it's like we don't normally do defense, but Cowboys defense is averaging 19 points a game. So that is scary. I think hopefully San Fran just doesn't get sacked a shit ton and isn't really stupid turning over the ball. But um, obviously scary there. That kind of just adds a little bit of a gap in wherever you kind of want to put it. Um, but yeah, who do you got? Um, I'm going to have to go with Rasp this week because I know you're going to pick yourself and I need to gain some ground. That's, That's quite literally the major deciding point here. I'm hoping Kelsey has a... I mean, I, I hope... I'm not hoping you lose. It's just I really don't want to go to a WNBA game, Billy. If this was your idea as well. <laughs> I know. But yeah, I'm going to pick me. Um, I'm never not going to pick me, so that's just... Well, I um, burned myself picking against myself last week. <laughs> yeah, stupid. <laughs> but yeah, so that's all the fantasy matchups, and then let's get into the NFL picks against the spread. Poe, why don't you go Tough first? Week. Tough board. Uh, You're not seeing it clearly. Yeah, I'm. I have two that I'm really in between that I'm really struggling with, but this is one I'm not struggling with. Um, Cowboys plus three and a half. I think that's the bet of the week, honestly. I think Cowboys... I, I could be completely wrong and sound like a fucking idiot next week, but I do think the Cowboys are a better team than the 49ers. I don't think the 49ers have had like a real test, and the Cowboys are that first test, and Mike McCarthy just strikes me as the type of guy that wins these matchups in the regular season and then shits down his pants in the playoffs, so... I like Cowboys plus three and a half. That's probably my favorite one of the week. All right. I'm going to go Minnesota Vikings plus four and a half. Um, I think the Chiefs are lucky to be three and one, and I think the Vikings are kind of unlucky to be one and three. They've been in yes. all these games. They can score. They're at home. It's um, what happens when the uh, one score wins go the other way. Yeah, and I'm fine with a one score loss <laughs> like Four and a half is a is a nice number, twenty eight twenty four. Like I think that's very very realistic. And then they they can even win this outright. Like the Chiefs have been pretty underwhelming throughout the entire first like quarter of this year. Um, I could even see them dropping the game and then kind of this being their okay. Now we turn it on. They they don't mm-hmm. need to play well early in the year. Like they can kind of turn it on at Halloween and make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. Uh, Especially if their defense continues to play. Yeah. Well. So even if it is a somewhat defensive matchup, like that's fine with me. I'll take the four and a half. That's a nice chunky number on a good offense. So Vikings four and a half. Okay. I don't hate it. My second pick. So this is one I was between two. There's two unders I was looking at. The ugly ones. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. So I think what I'm going to settle on, so I'll wait till after your picks are to tell you what the fourth one I'm thinking of. But the one I'm feeling more confident with is Lions Panthers under 45. That's what I have it at. Okay. Um, I was telling you, but I don't see like, I think the Lions are good. I don't know if they're nine and a half point favorites at home. Good. 
Um, but there's stinks. one thing is that the Panthers cannot score with Bryce Young starting. Um, the Lions defense is much better this year than I think anybody thought they would be. Um, they, they just seem very well coached, uh, kind of turnover happy. De- like they're good. They're pretty good. Uh, their pass rush is really good with uh, Hutchinson. And then their offense has been good, but it's not putting up like astronomical points. So like the implied total here is 31, 14 basically. Um, and I just don't think the Panthers it's like twenty seven seventeen. If it's 10 yeah points, yeah sorry but yeah. yeah yeah sorry, um, yeah I did the math wrong there I'm, I'm a moron I, I was thinking fourteen point favorites um, yeah I I don't know I just don't see a world where the Panthers score a lot in this game and I don't think the the I, I think the Lions have kind of shown you like hey if we're up kind of multiple scores in the second half were completely content just running the clock out, which is what they did against Green Bay last week. So I like the under in that game. I honestly was looking at that as one of my own as well. Um, just because I, I think if the Lions go up, which I I, I expect them to, I'm not going to lay the 10, but I think they could just run the ball. And yeah, because my other consideration was out. nine and a half. Yeah. If it's 30 to 10, like that's that's great, you know? And then there's like a backdoor cover by the Panthers or some yeah. bullshit. That's so, what I could see happen. No, I, I like it. Um, fuck, that was kind of going to be my second, and then now I'm second guessing every other pick. Uh, give me the Patriots minus one against the Saints. Um, I'm I'm gonna buy low. Ugh. I'm gonna buy low on the Patriots right now. I do think you're right that they're gonna come out. I th- I think they're at home. They're this is a huge coach diff. I yeah, think. it's a it's a coach diff. Like Belichick got yeah. embarrassed. Figure out how to beat Derek Carr at home. Like, yeah, I, I, I would I'll, be surprised. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, that's just. I think that's history. a good pick. Um. So is your last pick an over and under? Because I'll tell you what my other under was if it isn't. Uh, I'm gonna do a side. Okay, so. I'm not taking this bet, but my under, the other one I was looking at was Patriots Saints. It, see, that but, just seems so obvious, it, but yeah. yeah. It's under 40, but I was like, I didn't take it because I was like, I don't know. Like, maybe they somehow find a way that it's a 24-20 game. You mm-hmm. know, like, I could see that happening with Christian Gonzalez out. So, And I think Judon's also out. He is. Um, with the bicep injury, so I didn't want to take it. Um but for my last pick, um, going to continue riding this train. I'm going to take uh, Ravens minus four. Uh, I, I think Let's that that too. I, I think that um, the Steelers kind of they're embarrassed and they're coming back home. Which you know, normally I'd probably take the Steelers here because like it seems you know, like Tomlin a rat, shows up honestly. for these things. I really wish it was Ravens minus three. I don't like I don't like the minus four. It, it feels big. like it could be a field goal game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it kind of sucks. But the Ravens should win this game. The only way I see the Pittsburgh Steelers covering this is like a backdoor cover at the end of the game. Um, it's tough. I think the Ravens are definitely the better team, and even though they're dealing with injuries on defense, Pickett is not good. Um, I think it's going to be a tough tough week for the Steelers to say the least. I think I'm going to fade you. I think I'm going to go Steelers, Steelers plus four. 
Home dog okay. divisional four points. I love the number. Over under thirty eight. That worked well. for the Giants week one against the Cowboys. That's different. But <laughs> that is so different. <laughs> yeah, give me give me These Pittsburgh. are some buzzwords. Give me Pittsburgh. Home dogs at four is huge. Dude, they just got dunked on. And yeah, they're not gonna let everyone cash on the Ravens <laughs> looking this good and the Steelers looking this bad. It's the same logic as my Jets. Like they're just not gonna they're not gonna let you do it. So give me give me Pittsburgh plus four. Yeah, I, I mean I don't hate it. Like it was a consideration. <laughs> well, you picked against it, so you do hate I picked it. against it. I picked against it because I'm like, I just don't I just don't know. Like I I, I can't see the Ravens losing the game. So like it's like, is it going to be a few? like? I think your bet has the higher likelihood of likelihood of hitting because <laughs> it's, uh, it? it's more likely. <laughs> it could be a field goal game. It's just like I don't know. Like maybe the Steelers aren't that good. Maybe they just I don't think they are. But all shit. Like maybe they're actually so ugly. I'm so the not Texans confident. Expose them and they're dog shit. You know, like that's a possibility. It's kind of just how it goes, honestly. If it's so ugly and I can't make sense of it, I'm just like, do it. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was my decision on the under. Is I was like, this is gross. So yeah, so those are the picks, and we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, do you want to talk about the Giants? You want to vent a little bit, let it out. You want me to start? You go ahead. I, I honestly, <laughs> I don't even want to talk. They're so bad. It's so insane. Yeah, I mean, this... And I I kind of think at this point, like, I know everybody wants to defend Daniel Jones, but I'm confident that this is a Daniel Daniel Jones issue. Like, this is directly a Daniel Jones issue. Uh, I'm fine. Did you see that thing I sent you today with Dan Orlovsky where he was showing, like... I will never watch a Dan Orlovsky video. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I saw you said to me, I'm like, I'm not clicking this. Bro, I, I know you say that, but it's honestly not for what he's saying. It's for the clips he shows where, like, Dude, I, I DJ saw him just... rolling into the pressure. I, I I don't need Dan Orlovsky to explain it. He, this, no, this guy but runs it's... out of the back of the end zone talking about, like, pocket no, awareness. I, like, yeah, I, I don't need is, him to teach me. This is, like, it's, like, basically just, like, all the hot reads that DJ is just not making, like, at all. So, I don't know. It was very tough to see, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, it, this one just hurts so bad because uh, we just had the best season ever, like, last year. Like, we were essentially going to tank and, like, give up on, didn't take the fifth-year option, and then just a surprise, like, miracle playoff run. Like, all yeah. these one-possession comeback wins. It was just so fun, so good. And we just drank the Kool-Aid so hard because we were so fucking thirsty for something good. Yeah. And then now we just mortgaged away the future on daniel jones it's just like that that pick six just killed me that that just absolutely killed me like and i mean even just moving moving the ball was just torture like we converted like a fourth on one it was like a horrible play call you need to like roll out and just derp up the field like just nothing is easy the fucking broken play to, like, Burrito is, like, our big play, where Burrito's just fallen down, Daniel just, like, lobs some, like, sky ball into the air. You know what I'm talking about when we were, like, backed up? Yeah. On the 10? Just, there's just nothing fluid, nothing nice about this offense, and it's just, like, I know the line's bad, like, I'm I'm abundantly aware. Um, 
but it's just and it's like is that a problem too like why can't we develop these like Evan Neal was a can't miss like top lineman prospect and like we can't even make him like usable like he I don't think he was a can't miss prospect oh clearly clearly he's not but I'm saying (laughs) like Andrew Thomas was a can't miss because even with the dog shit coaching from uh Joe Judge he was able to kind of work his way back into being a top tackle yeah but it's just like he can't even be serviceable like I I don't know how you I don't know how you can't get a serviceable lineman like the 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 Seahawks line was just as beat up as ours like they were down tackles like their centers and interior guys were were out and like where's our where the fuck is our pass rush like how come Geno Smith wasn't in hell the whole game and he couldn't even fucking walk he's bitching about like a, a clean hit too he's just a punk um yeah and it's like i know witherspoon's a good prospect bro our with how little discipline like how angry our team was getting i was like embarrassed i was texting you i was like saying i was like gummy too like they they suck and then it's just after the brightwell's punching people in the head it's like dude yeah it's like dude you shouldn't you're lucky to be on the team like uh, I don't know, it, it we're was... just scummy. It's bad. We can't. We can't be. I don't know if there's an easy win on left on the schedule. It's like maybe the Raiders, but it's like, who, how are we gonna stop Devonte Adams? Like everything's just bad. Just all all the film just got out on us, and we just didn't change, and we're just trying to do the exact same shit. And well, I think they realized. I, I said this last year too, and then I got blinded by like the Colts game and the Vikings. No, we game did. We end. did hit a stretch where we got found out. Like we definitely. And I was like, you can tell that literally they're hiding Daniel Jones in the offense as much as they possibly fucking can. And like, I think they thought like, okay, you're two in the system. Like, this is the year we can finally use him like how we need a quarterback to play in our system. And he just isn't the guy. And it's like, I, I know like we're like, obviously he got hurt. So it's like, yeah, running backs don't matter. Don't pay the running back. But it's like, he is just visibly worse when they can just wait on the yes. quick shit. Like they, I I know Saquon. Like I know we made the right decision. Obviously not like extending him long term, but it's like him on the field helps him out tremendously. Like look at these past two games. It's like we've been anemic, anemic bad. And then Andrew Thomas is just the most massive loss. Like that's the one guy we couldn't lose, and he's. They left him in in week one when we were just getting skull fucked, like in the rain. And then did that make it worse? Like that is an inexcusable offense. That is just a massive fuck up. Oh, and also Evan Neal's fucking yelling at the fans now for booing him. It's like, dude, what the, what the I hell know. do you think? He's talking about. I, I think I think that that we're in for like a long season because, like I said, like this is the year. Yeah, we dude, it's to gonna be a long year. season. Like yeah, the it's... worst thing that could have ever happened was having that incredible season last year. It was so fun. That playoff win was so great, but it's like, for at what cost? Like, yeah. I, I like we 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 made a deal with the devil for those two Super Bowls and like suffered for a decade. And it's like fine. Like that was still worth. Like that was still worth. Now it's like we just made the same deal to beat the fucking Vikings in the playoffs. Like, this is really bad. We're not going to, we can't, there's no world where we beat the Dolphins. There's no world where we beat the Bills. And then it's like the Jets look good now, too. I think they're the game after. Like, yeah. if the Jets play how they did on Sunday, they're going to, they're going to whoop if we us. We played against any team, like how the Jets played against the Bills and 
the Chiefs, we would be fully all in still. Yeah, a hundred percent. If if we if we kept the good teams close, we'd be like, oh yeah, we're back, dude. Even Washington, like the, they're our punchy bag in the division. Like, look how they play against Philly. They're we, gonna we we could us, have dude. we could have like nineteen quarters against Philly, and we wouldn't score thirty one points against them. Like it would take us a week of football games to to score thirty one points, and like they're doing it with Sam Howell, who's just like throwing picks and spinning around and just shitty. Like we we are just this is as bad as the offense has ever been. Like even in yep. old Eli Manning self sacking days, like this is just really 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 bad. Um, and it, it sucks. It sucks really bad. Uh, and I don't know if the only like happy scenario you get is Caleb Williams or May, like one or two. I don't know if we're gonna get that. I think maybe we can just beat some a couple dumb teams and get to, like five wins. Um, but yeah, then it's like if we're if we're drafting ten, say like, do you go like Bo Nix? Like they're they're still gonna ride with DJ because we're paying him for the second year, and then you can kind of cut ties. But it's just like there's no real easy out. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm hoping it kind yeah. of becomes a little easier. But like, this is bad. This is really bad. And like, we haven't hit on draft picks either. Like, the the guys who played well last year were leftover Gettleman scraps. Like, Thibodeau, a disappointment. You so were far. paying fifty million dollars to. Leonard Williams and Kenny Galladay this year. Yeah, and a Dory. Like, so I mean, we'll have some money to spend, but it's like every dollar. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we can get a rookie, if we can get a rookie quarterback next year, like we're not. But like, we're not even going to be able to like have the rookie quarterback window if we just have all this dead money floating around. Like, it's the same thing. It's just having like a shitty veteran. No, uh, no. So Daniel Jones, like, we'll have. A shit hit. We'll have him on the cap next year, but then the following year, I don't think it's him, nothing. It's, like, it's, it's like still eighteen ex- million, which sucks. That's huge. That's it's like Kenny Galladay. It's not that bad for a quarterback, especially if you have a rookie quarterback. That means you're basically paying your yeah. quarterback twenty five million. Yeah, so it's it's really dark times. I, I'm really upset. Like I, I've looked forward to this it's season twenty two million for a year. Yeah. Twenty two million is so much, dude. We're, that's we're literally like a good Chris. player. That's that's like a star receiver. Yeah, but I mean, if we're drafting a rookie next year, then and what the fuck is he gonna? Unless it's Caleb, like, what the hell is he gonna do in this situation? With like, he this can't line? be worse than Daniel Jones. I, I don't expect him to be, but dude, it's, but the, CJ the, Stroud is playing with backup linemen and fucking guys before the season who you would you would have said yeah. that they had the worst offensive talent in the league. But I mean, it's I'm just not. scarred. This is the one time we drafted a guy, and then it was just so much indecision. Like, oh, he doesn't have weapons, doesn't have a line, and like, da da da. Jason Garrett, like, and, and we just made excuses for so long that we just dug ourselves this hole. I wish I would like, have stayed outside of he's dog shit and never switched over to like, hey, he could be good. I know. It's just last year was too fun. Because even I remember distinctly. I remember distinctly. I think we were still like three and one, and we were playing the Packers in London. Um, and then we were down like t- 10 or 14 at half. And then you're just like, yeah, we can't win with DJ. Like this is fucked. Like we need a real yeah. quarterback. And then we won the game and then like beat the Ravens and like these good teams. And it was just like, Oh, we're, we're all the way back. Like 
this is fun. We can win with him. Because I, I do just want to root for him. I, I don't... I, if he went to another team, I would root for him very hard. Like, they, wherever he goes, they'll be my second favorite team. But it's just like a... He's just kind of been the face of a lot of pain for me for the past five years. And it's just, I can't even yeah. look at him anymore. Like... Yeah, it's tough, dude. It's it's it, not. It easy. sucks really bad, and uh, this is just going to be a real laugh, or at least it's not on prime time anymore. But that's the thing too. It's just everyone's just piling on me, like, dude, my phone is just blowing up. Everyone's just like, dude, like, gotta get Tyrod in, or like, what the fuck was that? Like, I'm just getting it from everyone. Like, people I don't even talk to yep. are just like, oh, you're the Giants guy. Let's talk during the game. It's like, no, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm, I'm dealing with shit right now. Yeah, it's it's God, not been fun. It sucks so bad. And I mean, <laughs> the great, there's just no chance. Like, what do we do to stop Miami? They could put 100 on us I'm if they want. I'm just begging them. The year is when the Giants suck. Like, he loves it, Tom. Like, it, it's like fucking porn to Husser. He's just like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just the worst because he's not even affected when he his teams do badly. No, he doesn't give <laughs> he's a just fuck. a troll. Yeah, <laughs> Troy said it so right. He Eagles. literally is just if the, the go birds lose, guy. He'll be like, "Yeah, we meant to lose." Yeah. So. Yeah, it's tough. But uh, yeah, I, I think we got a good shot against the Finns, and that we could really turn the season around this week. <laughs> The good thing is, I think after this, like I, I won't get as upset, which I, I keep saying, but confession. Yeah, I like, have a confession. Is it going to be bad? Do I want to hear it? Yeah, I, I didn't. I turned off the game at halftime. I mean, I couldn't. I, 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 I guess it. I don't blame you, but like I can't do that. But also, I. I've turned off two out of the four games. Like the I, Dallas I was unwatchable, and then <laughs> I mean this, this like we still kind of we still had a chance. If he th- if he hits Darren Waller, I'm not even kidding. We probably win the game. Like they didn't do shit on offense. But yeah, probably. Um, but uh, yeah, I tuned out and I was just like sitting in the other room playing Counter Strike because I was just I was just down bad. Um, just clicking heads, and then I just hear from the other room, <laughs> Lauren heads. go, because Lauren sat out there and she was like she working on sort shit of birds on pervert too. She loves the fucking Eagles, dude. It's That's annoying disgusting. as shit. I love her, but it's annoying as shit. It's yeah. terrible. Um, but she's just sitting out there like working on stuff, and then I just hear, "Oh my god, why are you so fucking bad?" <laughs> and I was like, what did Daniel Jones do? Because I knew that's what she was talking about. Uh, yeah. You got Lauren dog in you. Dude. Yeah. See, I, I wouldn't even respond well to that. I'd be like, turn off the fucking game or something. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think this has gone on long enough. I think this is our longest talking giants of the... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In history, but and yeah. I, didn't even, I asked you beforehand. I was like, "Can we not talk?" No, about I the needed. I needed to get it off my chest and get my get my. I think Tom's gonna fast forward to this section just to hear it. Good. He's gonna do this and then Thanks go back for the and ad money, to the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anything else? Anything else for this before we wrap up? No, I'm just very much looking forward to having absolute zero emotional attachment to the Giants game this weekend. I'm I'm through. All right, guys, enjoy the games, enjoy fantasy, 
and enjoy the weekend. Um, should be a nice one. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. See you guys. <laughs>